A. Oh. Yeah, try that. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, I was missing a channel on that song or something. I thought I had it. I thought I had it figured out before, but uh, the problem came back again. But obviously, uh, there's a reason we're playing uh, those songs, and uh, I'm breaking all the copyright rules today. Like it. I'm liking, I'm liking like the, the disregard for copyright. I'm going, uh, what do they say? I'm going off the... Uh, Going off the script. Well, I can't wait till Scott Stapp from Creed dies so we can play his songs on our, <laughs> on our radio show. Wow. That's a wild wow. statement. I, I didn't know you were going to play Devil's Advocate like that. I'm just saying. I can't wait for St- Scott Stapp to die either, but just because you know, I want him dead. personal reasons, right. I wish, his, I wish him dead. No, I don't wish anyone dead. But, um, yeah, so MCA, that's, that sucks. Uh, Terrible time. Poor guy. Not really too much of a surprise, right, Mike? If you keep up with the Beastie Boys forums like you do, and uh, you're on the email list. Yeah, if you're, if you're on the email list, you got the news. I mean, it wasn't. You know, he didn't show up to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was, that, just, that was a big that's tell. That's bad. That was a tell. Yeah, so anyway, sad day. It wasn't quite the Levon Helm kind of like, you know, where they released that announcement beforehand saying he was on death's door. That was door. weird. And then people started posting, like, rest in peace before he was actually yeah, dead. Yeah, they did that with uh, Etta James, too. I guess that's the new, like, in the age of, of Twitter and whatever. That's like, the new uh, thing. Right, that's, yeah. the, that's the new get well card. Exactly. He's like, good luck in death. <laughs> They're going to die soon, so uh, let's let's say something nice first. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <coughs> I forget what I was going to say. Oh, the, but, but that's the phenomenon of the uh, rest in peace race people it's a weird psychological thing mm. that they want to be the first person to tell everyone that someone died i think it's really odd i i don't think i like it no it's it's morbid it's, it's like what do you want fucking you know what do you want points <laughs> you knew first and this guy knew two minutes later yeah congratulations congratulations goddamnations <laughs> as larry may would say There's, there was a whole lot though i mean like it's the new thing where um gawker posted <laughs> i think the first person that tweeted about mca's death and the same way that they did that with whitney houston i think they did that with a few people where i think junior Seau was another one where they you know right. rest in peace on him um mm-hmm. where they uh you know they find that person that tweeted about it first and it's like it's it's the same thing, Mariana the, Rivera. So well, that's your fifteen yeah. minutes, but it's like oh, fifteen megabytes. Yeah. Same. <laughs> like yeah. it's just weird. The whole thing's weird. I wonder if people yeah. gain followers from I, that, the like morning, on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. As soon as your name's in the news, I guarantee you gain at least a hundred to not, the morning, if not more. The followers. morning in, in in public thing, the whole thing's weird. Like if your grandma dies and you post it on Facebook and everyone says sorry, like it's a five hundred comment. It's the whole thing's weird. You'll never catch me, Dave Harrison. Posting that my grandmother died on Facebook. You know why? Because she's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it brings up a point because, I mean, it, it becomes one of those things where people feel the need to somehow, and everyone has that story. Everyone's like, you know, everyone else is a dick, but I have this personal relationship because I listened to Paul's Boutique when I was right, getting well, my first BJ or something. You know, I'm, I'm just as guilty. I posted a picture of myself and hairdo with that was MCA a great earlier. That was Even a great though, picture. You, know, you have to post that. That was a great time. It actually did make me very sad. It's just, you know what made me sad, I think, was just because being from New York, you, you going to see them was pretty fucking awesome. I'm sad that I'm never going to get to see them. Right. I've seen them a bunch like, of times, and those were always good shows. Always. I've never once come out of there, you know, even if it was a... And I've seen bad shows, and I've never once come out and been like, that sucked. Like, no, I was like, no. That was fun as hell. I mean, I, they mess up all the time. They're even if I hung out with my best friends, though, it was like everybody was in like this great mood. It was like, it was, it was a real like, I, I don't want to say spiritual because that word's stupid. 
well, you know, in this regard, it's not spiritual, but it was like it was just like a you never had a bad time with your friends at a Beastie Boys show in New York, right? Unless you know, well, <laughs> unless you don't like your friends, right? Right, but that's different. I, but like I just my try friends. to avoid them and pretend ah, I lost you, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, meet me at Section 318. I was looking for you at the bar. I couldn't find you. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that, that brings up a good point because, I mean, is were the Beastie Boys the last New York institution where it was still all right? It was no. It was still. It was just like it was a. It was a thing that you know encapsulated what being New York was from. I mean, like when <laughs> one of the Strokes dies, are people going to give a fuck the same way they cared about the Ramones <laughs> or like you know the Beastie Boys? Like you Strokes know, it depends it. on how it happens. I, I bet Stroke. If it's, See, a, if it's a stroke, yeah. it would be the ironic headline. Billy Joel dies of a heart attack. Forget it. <laughs> the onion will just explode. The whole thing. They'll just close down the paper and leave. Everyone. All right. All right, everybody. We had a good run. Time to go. <laughs> so actually not being from, I wouldn't say it's that generation because, I mean, I grew up, you know, knowing the Beastie Boys. I was never a huge fan. I appreciate their music. Uh-huh. What is it that kind of just, you know, made them this icon for people of a certain age or people from a certain, you know, area? It's, it's hard to say. It's like growing up with a band. When I was, well, how old? I guess I was 12 or 11 when the first album came out. And that, it, it's It was it's just weird. so much fun. Like uh, uh, memorizing all the lyrics when you're a kid. It was it was irreverent back then. It was a crazy thing. Your parents didn't want you to listen to almost like a, like a punk rock record or something, even though that's the dumbest, stupidest record probably ever made. Oh, by far. But it, it, but as to an 11-year-old kid, it's the, it's the awesomest record ever. And then following their career arc where they almost uh, almost immediately after, after the first album went away from that not not musically really well yeah i guess musically too but but kind of uh philosophically kind of turned their backs on the let's you know throw you know beer throw beer, because that's how they were, they were marketed anyway and it, when they started out as a band they had a girl drummer and uh the, you know the, the guys get involved with the band and kick people out and say no this is how you have to be they were a hardcore band they weren't a, a rap band they, they were, were pushing a, the rap direction yeah, well, the whole thing, that probably started with the Cookie Post, right? Cookie the, play, the, yeah. the phony phone call where it would make beats and stuff. <laughs> Which, by the I don't understand how that spawned a rap group, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Rubin saw dollar signs. Hey, they, so did what? Tom Carvel. DJ, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> DJ Double R. Rick Rubin. I'm reading your instant messages. Oh. So Sorry, yeah, know. and then and then and then being able to follow. And when Check Your Head came out, it was, what was that ninety two, Mike, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, ninety two. It was twenty years ago. Like so I'm a I'm a sophomore or a junior in high school, and that's like you know it's a, it's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, are you kidding me? Definitely. And being from New York, I had a lot of even though it was made in California, I had a lot of cool references. Go to the Wiz and pick that shit up. <laughs> you know it, man. Nine ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. No, it's probably like nine ninety nine. All right, yeah. D- Dan is on the chat saying Kate Schellenbach was a non-stiff girl drummer. <laughs> I guess Dan, in a roundabout way, is saying that girl drummers are, are usually stiff. Stiff, yeah. yeah. I was, I was, trying, to, I was trying to figure out how to like, word that and without yeah. saying it. I completely disagree with that. <laughs> you think she was stiff? Is that no, no, no? I, I think that uh, I, I think girl drummers can be awesome. Do you ever see uh, Helms Ali? No. Oh my god. Anyway. I mean, I've actually, you know, I, I have a friend who his his the, mantra the, is if she's not playing bass, she's not in her place, and and I think wow, that that's, yeah, that's really bad. That's I mean, you know, there's what kind of radio show you think this is? I, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that that's <laughs> that's something that someone said once that I won't name because he might be listening. But uh, some of my Mark, favorite call musicians up if, are women, like uh, 
Katy um, Perry and yeah. um, Lady Gaga and uh, Dan Dara. Four good girl drummer. I should start, you know, I got to stop reading this instant messages. It's addicting because there's a whole conversation going on between two guys about Scott Stepp and, uh, and what's a stroke? Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> what's a stroke? Let's talk about Dimebag Daryl for a second because, I mean, I, I, lived, me. I lived right by Duff's, the, the, the metal bar. And uh, there was, you know, they still have, actually, I think there is a tribute to Dimebag Daryl. We're coming up on the anniversary, I believe. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I just, I don't understand. I understand that he was talented. I understand that's a really weird way to die. I mean, like, that's like, that's really weird. weird. That was terrible. I mean, it's terrible, too, but it's Kill also on, fucking on weird. Stage, I mean, yeah. Like, who, who does that? Like, who, when does that yeah, happen? Just one guy. Yeah, I mean. That guy. I don't know. I, I really, uh, I, I didn't really know anything about him. Um, what was it Sepultura? No, what's the name of the Pantera? Pantera, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't a fan or anything. You know, I knew the I knew the hit Cowboys from Hell, I guess. But um, so I didn't really know anything about Dimebag Daryl. I'm surprised, uh, like we were talking about before, the phenomenon of the rest in peace race that mm. um that a lot of people who I didn't think liked Pantera all of a sudden seemed to like Pantera. Ah, it's I mean it's true. I mean it, it, it's was the, Facebook around back then or like I MySpace think so. or whatever. I think it, uh, yeah, there was, so, between, it was, it was yeah. social media. I guess you could have been on the Ibanez forum. Forget it. <laughs> For, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> no, what are those guitars that he plays? They're not Ibanez's. They're like uh, Dean Dean guitars. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, yeah, no the 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 rest in peace thing. It's 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 a strange thing, and it, it's one of those. Things that that's developed as a result of people being, I guess, more disconnected from each other. You know, right? It's, it's, and maybe it's a, a way uh, for people to grieve, even if you know they don't really know the person, but they feel a connection to but them. But I think and it's that's a way weird. To get closure. It is weird, but you know, maybe sh- we sh- I shouldn't be so harsh to judge. It's also a popularity contest in a certain respect, too. I mean, like, yeah. you know, it's it's uh, the equivalent of you know when people's names are being called out in an award ceremony and you see how loud the applause is. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you look at someone like Don Cornelius died not too long ago. What there was <laughs> there was uh, no there was not <laughs> nearly not nearly as much. I, w- I was uh, that's the, I Facebooked about that and I don't Facebook about shit. That was a big deal. And that's, I mean, and, and but then you look at at. at the reaction to that versus the reaction to Dick Clark's passing, you know, and that's that's a entirely different story. You know, it's it's. It, but apparently, Dick Clark was America's teenager, quote unquote. I've heard. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think there's that's, a whole generation of people well, that only you, know him as the one that couldn't what, count to ten. What do you think the reaction I, I, to Dick Clark's death was? I don't understand. What I you're mean, saying. It's, no, it's pretty crazy. I mean, what I'm saying is like you know, like as far as it's almost like we gauge our cultural icons and the the, the level of their influence through. Well, Twitter now, you know, through the reaction oh. to their passing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. right, right. Right. I that's the biggest applause. No, I, I get yeah. it. Like when Regis died, it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Regis is still alive. I know. I just saw him the other day. I swear he looked like he was dead. God. No, he looked like he was... Look like he was having a hard time. Like he looked like he was running around having a... I don't know. I don't want to say that he had a bad day. I didn't talk to Regis. I walked past him. But and, uh, he, looked he, looked, like he, he looked rough. He looked like he was a little hustle and bustle. He looked <laughs> overwhelmed. That's the adjective. He I was mean, overwhelmed. There are days where I look like shit, and if I was a celebrity, someone would be like, I saw Dave Harrison. That guy looked like shit today. And right, it's like, but no, I'm just hungover. And, you know, yeah. like a, I'm 90. <laughs> give me a fucking break, man. I mean, he can stand up straight for the most part, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he was walking around. Uh, you know, he, I see him. Uh, I work, uh, I guess, near where he lives because I see him quite often. And, you know, Reach. I also see, uh, what's, what's her name? His partner. He doesn't have a partner anymore. Oh, Kelly when, but he retired, yeah. Kelly Ripper and her, their husband, they're midgets. Yeah, she's tiny. I've met they're her. Lilliputians. It's got to be the worst job in the world is pretending that you're somewhat flirtatious and attractive. 
to, I think like, she's ready to go. I, I you think, really think she was she would do I that? I think she wants to have sex with Regis. Yeah, I think she's ready. She's flirting with everybody. Don't pull that shit on me, sister. Oh no, she's yeah, she's eye banging every every <laughs> without a doubt. She's got a wide on for everybody that comes on that show. <laughs> a wide on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need a definition. Wow, I, I, I'm, I have a visual in yeah. my head of what that could be. It's like a hard on for ladies. Wow. You learn something new every day uh, in the show. The money at least mar- every week. Hey, Jim, Money Mark is still alive, I think. Jim on the... Uh, I don't know who Jim is. That, is that your friend, Jim? I don't know, but... Maybe yeah. it's Jim Birch. Maybe, but uh, yes, Money Mark is still alive. Yes, and actually it is doing Jim Birch great he loves Money Mark. And Larry King is still alive, right? I mean... It's- <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. You know, speaking of Money Mark, I'll be playing keyboards tomorrow night at uh, oh, Don nice Pedro segue. for the... Uh, thank you for the Tencent Fuck Flicks record release show with... Um, the Born Loose family and the great, the, the legendary hookers. The hookers. Eh. 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 Metal punk. Yeah, really play it up there, Dave. Don't, don't <laughs> oh, a, I'm not playing the show. Don't be afraid. You know, if I was playing the show, which I asked to play the show, that would have been uh, something completely different. But uh, as far as uh, the fact that, that my band, neither of my bands were asked to play, I'm just going to... I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. The hookers. Yeah. Lord, Sorry. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. I had uh, that I dropped, ready. I dropped the ball. I dropped the uh. ball on that. Listen, I'm no, I'm no engineer. <clears throat> so one of the things I actually did just look up while we were listening to the Beastie Boys, which I thought was really interesting, because I remember hearing something about this and I wanted to fact check it. The record label, if because Paul's Boutique was grandfathered in for samples, you know, like they passed those right. rules afterwards. Yep. That yeah. album would have lost their record what label. Is lunch <laughs> for a listener. <laughs> that 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 record would have lost their label twenty million dollars just in clearing the samples. Wow. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I remember reading an interview with uh, Mike D. And he used to say, like, uh, you know, they had all those Beatles samples on it. It was just crazy. And uh, he, but he, his attitude was, "What's being cool? What's cooler than being sued by the Beatles?" So, oh, by the way, Beastie Boys, if you're listening, I played those two songs in the beginning. <laughs> just keep that in mind that you said that before you. Uh, I think Brooklyn I think Dust their music comes and everybody else are yeah, looking listen. somewhere else right now. I'll give ASCAP the five dollars, and eventually two cents will funnel its way down to to Mike D. That'll be awesome. Yeah, ASCAP, I mean, by the way, and uh, BMI are complete. Extortion rackets. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I need to ask, um, for those of you that haven't seen this room, and that's most of you, um, we write notes beforehand to, you know, to kind of just, you know, to see what we... Who that. writes notes? We, no, I mean, like, you know, just to see what we want to talk about, you know, what happens in our day and everything. And um, one of the <laughs> things that John wrote down is... If there was a seatbelt on the train, I would wear it. And I kind of just want to know what kind of neurotic world you are. You like Woody Allen inside there? Like if I peeled you, I I, if I peeled you open, is there like a, I'm a big nebbish. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are I your train rides particularly on. bad? No, I, mean, I feel completely safe on the train, and I don't feel like we're going to crash on the train. It's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the places. That I feel completely safe. I don't feel like we're going to go off the rails, like unlike in a in a car where where it's a, I feel completely safe. But if there was one there, eh, put it on. Why not? Because I mean, honestly, growing up and riding the Long Island Railroad, my big fear is a Colin Ferguson type thing happening again. In That's which case, I would not want a seatbelt at all. That's true. It'd be hard to get out for you, for those of you who don't remember or are too young to remember, or not from Long Island, or or don't read the newspaper, or are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Ferguson was a guy who got on the Long Island Railroad, which is a commuter train here in New York that goes from Long Island to Penn Station in Midtown Manhattan, and shot like a bunch of people, just 
pretty much for no reason. Uh, I think he just went nuts and uh, he, he killed a bunch of people. He wounded a bunch of people. So what Dave is saying is he can't get out of his seatbelt while this uh, massacre is happening. He's not. What happy. if he has to shit his pants? He's got to be able to get up. That's true. You can't be seatbelted in if you have to shit your pants. And there's been multiple occasions where I've wanted to shit my pants and been like, oh, oh God, God, if there was only a seatbelt, it would stop me from <laughs> shitting my pants. Well, no, but let's, there are bathrooms on that train. So let's just yeah, be, let, let's not, let's, you know, you yeah, can't. Times all right, in the pantheon of bathrooms, I mean, that's like half a step below Starbucks. As it's the worst bad. bathrooms. Like, they're, they're, they're just like, I mean, it's like a monkey went in there and painted their, their shit everywhere, and like, it, it really is disgusting. On the newer trains, they are... Better than the old ones in that they have usually like there's a fifty percent chance you have a working sink. You could actually wash your hands afterwards. The toilet flushes, whereas Who the old trains. <laughs> whereas the old trains would just be like a hole. It was like Vietnam. It would lead to the the, the a river. Well, I mean, what and I then always you drink out of it. What I always found interesting. <laughs> Uh, what I always found interesting, and I tried to do this today, and it was the first time I've tried to do this in about a decade, is walk back cars when the conductor's coming because your train stop is coming up and you're trying to save the ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't have a monthly. There's a whole game. Yeah, if you don't have a monthly, and you, you know, it doesn't, if you have a monthly, it doesn't matter because you just show the monthly or, you know, whatever to the conductor and right. you just get the credit for yep. it. But otherwise, they, they take your ticket and they stamp it, they punch it, and they take it away from you. So I take the train out to the radio show every week, and... Every week. Loser. It was like the second time, and I'm like, every week. You know, <laughs> just like laxatives. I don't know what that means. But, oh, God, uh, I'm so sick of the grind. Uh, but uh, it was, there was a Mets game happening today, so of course it was hooligans. And I figured that they drunkenly would take up enough time that if I moved back a car, yeah, sure. they, could, they could delay for me. But I didn't know that... If you were seatbelted in, that couldn't happen. That couldn't happen. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, so I'm trying to escape, and of course it doesn't work, because what I didn't know is if you take the train to the Mets game, they take your ticket when you get off the train. They don't, they don't bother with you when oh, yeah. you're on the and train. And I'll tell you why. You want to know why? You want to hear this racket? Because they get on at Woodside. You hear this fucking extortion racket? Okay. There's a thing called city ticket where if I live in Queens, if I, and I, I'm not from Long Island, so if I buy a ticket within the five boroughs, it costs $3 to go anywhere within the city. You have to, yeah, it's only good for that day and it's only, and after that it's no good. So it's much cheaper than buying a ticket, a full priced off peak ticket. I'm glad you're telling me this on the radio and not when I buy my full price ticket every day. Now. Yeah. Oh, don't buy a full price ticket. Thank you. Yeah. Buy, oh no, only no. on the weekend. Sorry. Oh, Saturday yeah, and on the Sunday. Weekend. Yeah. So anyway. Only on the weekends. Yes, yeah, so you're out. You're fine. You've okay. been paying the regular price. So, if I want to leave from here and go west into Manhattan, it cost me $3. If I want to get off at Shea Stadium, Willits Point, Mets, City Field, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it costs full price. So, the Long Island Railroad is charging me more to go less distance. Now, say I wanted to get off and go to the park or something. It does not matter. You they can have, walk from Flushing, though. I mean, that wouldn't they be They have bad. conductors. That's not the point. They have conductors standing there, and who knows how long, you know, instead of paying one guy to come up and down the train, they're paying 10 guys to stand there and take care of this whole Shea Stadium crowd, just so the Long Island River doesn't lose that Mets revenue, because that must be a big chunk of change. And this is one of the things I'm going to bring up at the Long Island River meeting when I go, because it's bullshit to charge someone to go less, to go farther, or to, more to go less distance. It's crazy. It's that, nuts. No, that's insane. 
It is the Long Island Railroad, though. I mean, like, you get off, it sounds like to me, like, you get off scot free 99% of the time with your $3 Listen, tickets. Man. And, and when you want to get past our house, <laughs> I don't buy a $3 ticket, I buy a 10 trip. So you have 10 trips and uh, they snap because I'm too lazy. I, I, I only go into the city uh, two days uh, on the weekends to work, only uh, Saturday and Sunday. So I'm like too lazy to sit there and uh, go and buy a ticket every time. I pay the extra $2 to, and keep my 10 trip. Now, is, that sound, might sound horrible to some of you who don't have $2, but listen, I don't have $2 <laughs> right now. Either, if you so do have $2, we could use your donations. Um, actually, let's, Ooh, uh, nice. let's, let's talk. Yeah, thank you. That was a good segue, right? Good. Segue um, again. So uh, we actually, you know, we're doing this for your enjoyment, but, uh, you know, I know John especially is, is uh, eating a lot of this cost. So uh, if you are enjoying what you're listening to, um, you can donate to us through, was it John C. Houlihan at gmail.com? That's correct, Dave. And um, uh, we're listener supported here on uh, WPRF. If, uh, you know, we're going to have a drive later, a, a fundraiser. It's going to be a lot of bad jazz groups, and um, no one's going to send money. In. Neil, Thank you, though. I, it's it's worth a shot, you know. I mean, I figure if anyone wants to put up a benefit show together, you know, if they if they want to uh, have your have your band play and uh, send us the money, I mean, we can be your new food, not bombs. Because I remember <laughs> what happened to food, nice. not bombs. By the way, like, does anyone remember? Like, there was like every they got bombed. <laughs> It was every benefit show was for food, not bombs, and I'm just wondering if they still exist or if that has gotten absorbed. By, I haven't like, heard of them in a long time. I that sounds very outdated. Oh, but by the way, I wanted to tell you that I'm not above hiding in the bathroom in the Long Island Railroad to avoid getting my ticket taken. And I've, I've <laughs> what do they do if you because they, they, you they know, know what you're the in key there. is don't lock the door. Nothing. What's he gonna do? He's not a cop. Tell it walking Tom is the tank engine. Get the fuck out of here. I get you know what is he gonna do? By the time he calls the cops, oh they're gonna come to arrest you. Get off the train. See you later. What, what, if you don't I saw have you hide in the bathroom, uh, you know, I wouldn't give a shit if I was a conductor. What am I going to bother my ass for that? Mind yeah. your business. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'll just stand there with my wiener out and be like, hey, what's up, man? Ah. Well, then he's certainly not going to ask you. I'll be like, I can't. My well, hands I, I, I That's always, a whole other ticket you don't want to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I look out the crack, and then when he, when he comes close, I start groaning really I meant loud. in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm in the yeah. bathroom, and I, and I can hear footsteps out there. I go, ah. I splash things in the water. No, <laughs> I do have to say I'm not above. If I do have a, a two seater to myself and the train is getting crowded and I know someone's going to sit down next to me, I'm not above scratching myself. Like not not in a, in a not in a I never dirty thought way. Of that. I'm mad at myself. But yeah, yeah, it's like you act like you have scabies. You know, you scratch and you mumble to yourself. And and if you look like I do most of the time. It, Excepting last week where I was wearing an Argyle sweater, which Mike was so nice to uh, to point out. Uh, <laughs> was he? Yeah. I don't notice what anybody's wearing <laughs> ever. But, uh, you know, most of the <laughs> time it works. You know, you, you, you got your uh, sleeves rolled up, you're a little bit sweaty, and you start scratching and mumbling to yourself, and it, it works. The tattoos don't hurt. Exactly. I, I, I have prison tattoos. and you know, Right. Yeah. I have one. It helps. It does. It, it helps you get a seat anyway. I don't know about helps in like other ways, but the the worst part is you know like and, and this is obviously from my single days. Um, if you're scratching yourself and then behind the person you're trying to avoid, there's a cute girl, and uh, you try and stop scratching yourself in time for her to to feel welcome, and you move over and you know like you move your your you bag. Put your over. bag, yeah, yeah. You, the bag is the, is like the inv- invite, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the worst is that feeling of rejection when you move your bag and someone walks past you, and you realize that they would rather stand than sit next to you. Right. Oh, oh, that's that, that's a real kick in the nards. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, let's take a break. How do you guys feel about that? I'm I'm for it. We've done a half hour show. I need a beer, and I got to figure out uh, what's wrong with my internet. And we'll be back. Sounds good. Here's a. Uh, 
Parody Program. Tricks for you, but my friends, it's pure cocaine.
All right. Hey, now. That was uh, more Begin by Gathering Supplies with a song called Inhalant Abuse. I really like that song. I like this band. I like the title. And uh, this band trips me out, man. I feel like floating on a cloud with a handful of pills. It's awesome, even though I don't like pills. I, like I don't do now. any pills. I don't like taking an aspirin. Really? Yeah, I think all oh, that shit's bad for you. You're really the most do. neurotic man. Like, <laughs> I want trains that have seatbelts. I don't like roller coasters, and I have to take pill. I can't take pills. Yeah, don't don't drive in a car. That's dangerous, man. <laughs> Holy shit! I do. I, I, all I, that stuff's I, bad. I, don't take aspirin. You. First of all, well, you can't take aspirin if, you, if you're drinking. I mean, you it's bad can. for your liver. Shit. What rock star have you ever heard of? Oh, he drank and took aspirin. Well, None. that's why people die. No, you know your liver goes bad. All that crap. They give you other examples in the media. It's you not say that while you're smoking a cigarette. Yeah, that's bad for you too. But uh, yeah, all that stuff's bad. I don't take it. I take a. I take a Flintstones vitamin each day. Well, because they're delicious. <laughs> they delicious. Except when you get the orange ones, and you're like, ah, uh, I don't. Ah, I not dump, as good. I dump the entire contents of the bottle onto two slices of white bread. I cut <laughs> it in half. Put pixie sticks on it and roll. It's great. And I, I feel like I'm doing something for myself, a little, a little healthy uh, living. That's equivalent yeah, to like three hours of working out every day. Isn't it weird that I don't work out or do anything healthy and, and drink and smoke cigarettes yet, and I'm afraid to like take an Advil or something? It's weird. That's not weird. It's not weird I at think all. all that stuff, so, you know, because they always come out like 20 years later. Ah, uh, shit, uh, sorry. We forgot to tell you that that pill is, well, you know, you, you're going to grow an extra penis. Whoops. Whoops. Those I take. I mean, I think you'd know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with that extra penis? What wouldn't I do with it, Dave? What wouldn't I do? So, I, I was... <laughs> Before you say anything, can I just give out the phone number? Because... Uh, Certainly. Um, somebody said they tried to call, but I don't believe them. I'd like people to call. I, I enjoy the, the unexpected mumblings of, of the people that have called so far. That's right. I see Mario on the chat. Hey, call in. Um, our phone number is 718 718- Five seven seven two seven one six, and if you spell that out, it's it's barrel ass. What? No, I don't know. I was what like, it's no, called. it's not. Seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. Call it. Got a bed, Mikey. Wow. So. I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, I've watched these trends happen where, you know, you see Twilight with the vampires and you see the zombie kind of trend going. Uh-huh. It's, it's ruining everything that I loved as a, a horribly... vampires? Ad- well, yeah. I mean, well, zombies, vampires, you know, um, you know, I don't know. There's other things, too. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, I think the last thing left from my childhood that hasn't been co-opted and ruined is martial arts movies. And I don't know if either of you were big fans of, of, of I, like I love, Jean-Claude I, Van Damme. Well, I like, like Chuck Norris, but... Really? I like the movie where... Um, <laughs> American Ninja was pretty cool. No, where's the one where Steven Seagal beats the crap out of everyone with a pull stick and has a really bad Brooklyn accent? Oh, yeah, anybody was... seen Richie? I ain't seen him around here. Oh, Richie, oh. And he's breaking people's hands. Uh, sorry. Never I, saw, oh, I must have missed that one. Just YouTube, anybody seen Richie? We got to get that for the show next week. I can bring it up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering when that's going to go full circle and we're going to see more martial arts movies. It's going to be ruined, obviously. I mean, they're still they're focusing on these remakes now. They're remaking um, Little Shop of Horrors, apparently. They're uh-huh. remaking um, um, Evil Dead. So, I mean, like, hmm. you know, I, and I'm, a hor- I'm a horror movie fan. But <coughs> my, are they remaking Total Recall, too? 
Oh, that's horrible. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, and that's a great movie. That's a classic. And and Carrie uh, says Karate Kid. Put him in the body bag. What's your, but that didn't really. That's that, it's not a martial arts movie. It's called the Karate Kid. It's not. It's it's it's, it's a rom com with some karate it's in it. About and I will, karate. I will argue with anyone that like <laughs> Karate Kid Two. Now that's a martial arts movie. <laughs> karate Kid, especially the remake. With Hillary Swank. No, no, no. Karate Kid Two was on. Oh the wait, morning. I think I think Mike's finding anybody see Richie on YouTube. We're doing this on the fly. Let's see if this works. This is totally gorilla. If this works, I'll uh, I'll be really surprised. Anyway, so what what films are you talking about? Well, I mean, I'm just wondering when we're going to start seeing this this new martial arts. Kind of, you know, I mean, like they're doing the comic book movies now. I, I'm, I'm assuming we're about a 30 seconds to a minute away from uh, playing this clip, so I'm going to keep. Yeah, you know about. what? Our, it's uh, we're doing it through the wireless, and and my kids are on the Xbox, <laughs> eating up my bandwidth. No, I'm just kidding. It might not work. A lot of things don't work here. This is not a professional uh, broadcast. Don't be fooled. I know a lot of people think it is. Well, this leather chair that I'm sitting in and the, cigar, the Cuban cigar that I'm smoking, I was you're really... Sitting, uh, it's funny. The chair you're sitting in are like these... I, I built this bar in my garage. So then my mom goes, oh, do you want bar stools for your birthday? Uh, this is like 10 years ago. I go, oh, all right. Uh, you know, I guess... And she buys me like these kitchen type, like country kitchen looking stools, you know? And uh, so she was over here the other day and she's like, oh, I see the stools are kind of falling apart. Do you need new ones? I'm like, no, not no. What would your stool be? You don't want you don't want the back on them? Is that like I don't yeah, no. I just want regular black bar stools. But the problem is I built the bar a couple inches too high. And those Anybody stools. Seen Richie? <laughs> huh? I can't believe you never saw this. I'm gonna keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. What an accent. What an Anybody accent. Richie? <laughs> huh? You gotta see the whole scene. I'm not gonna I'm make gonna you bring it up back now. Until but somebody remembers seeing Richie. He beats a crap out of about a hundred people after this. It's fantastic. I just feel like that's something that I grew up with and you guys grew up with that that doesn't exist anymore. You know, like these. No, kids I never like, was really into the martial arts films. Gotta tell you, I mean, oh, they were great. And by films, I mean movies. Well, I never watched, really watched uh, Bruce Lee or anything like that. I didn't really watch Bruce Lee. Was too, you know, like that was that was before my time, and it was I was much more American Ninja was one. Um, the best of the best. American Michael Ninja. Wow, was now you're a talking. Fantastic actor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best of the best is is amazing with um, uh, Eric Roberts. Um, Never saw it. Jean Big Claude Eric Vendetta. Roberts fan though. Really? From what? From anything? <laughs> Just his existence makes Eric. me happy. Eric Roberts. Good God. What's wrong with Eric Roberts, man? I'll fight you right now. No, I'll I don't karate want to fight kick the shit out. I'll kick you off that ugly ass kitchen stool that my mom bought me. Hey. Don't break balls. I got another way to sit. Anybody seen Richie? Wait, oh, I don't want to talk about my mom all that, but she comes over. She makes, makes outrageous claims. I thought you were going to say she makes out. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering no, where no, that was no, going. No, 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 I'm not. And she so makes she, outrageous claims. Go she ahead. says crazy things. Like, she's getting older. So she I goes, invented the exclamation point. <laughs> and shit like that. She says, uh, we're talking about 3D movies and how like the trend is to go towards 3D movies. And she goes, yep. That's why all the kids are having strokes. <laughs> now, for, now, A, I didn't realize all the kids were having strokes. <laughs> they are. That's actually true. Is it? Yeah. No. I don't know. B, the, old the 3D movies, movies if, if it was true, that's not the reason. That Vincent strokes. Price would have killed everybody in the 50s with his stroke But she magic. says it like she sneaks into the conversation really like low and quick. Yeah, that's why all the kids are having strokes. And then like, the conversation keeps going. Nobody says anything. I'm like, put my head down. Oh, my God. This woman's gone off the deep end. So, so we're still not getting any callers, or we we have a call? Oh, we have, do we a, have a caller. Call? Yes. Uh, I bet you. I, 
bet you I have an idea who it is. Let's see. <laughs> my whole Someone's mom's calling, and my I, uncle I bet, called last week. Mom, if you could figure out how to use the computer, throw it out the window right now. Don't look me up <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, who that ninja? <laughs> don't look me up on Facebook. <laughs> and definitely don't look uh, at electricalaudio.com. That'll be me. All right, let's let's go to this call. Let's see if this works. I don't know. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Yes, you're on the uh, air, sir. What can I do for you? I'm on. Am I the 120th caller? <laughs> you are. We don't have any prizes. Well, Actually, I do have do, prizes. Yes. I see what you're doing. Every week you're going to call up and get something free. I have T-shirts that don't fit me anymore. <laughs> and I have a bag. Listen to me. I have a bag of religious jelly beans and that I bought Are at us. Uh, blessed by the Pope? Be quiet. Uh, that I bought at um, CVS in the uh, Easter, you know, the discount bin. So you have different colors, and uh, the black one's for sin, and there's a red one that says Jesus' blood on it. I'm not kidding. They're These delicious. Are really, they are good. They are good. The red ones are my favorite. Um, clean is the white one, obviously, because you want white shows the cleansing of my sin as I put my faith in thee. So what happens if you eat a sin one after you eat a clean one? They mix each other out. You better go to fucking penance or something. <laughs> is that what you call it? Penance? Confession? Confession. Four active contritions. Uh, the sin one says... Fa- yeah, you're on the air. Why? It doesn't oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you guys. Well, <laughs> good, good job. Mr. Lulahan. You failed at that. <laughs> and then you keep me waiting for 20 minutes. It was five I'm minutes. I looked at the time. You guys got it on week two. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Listen, I, I heard that you were in the first white rap group because when MCA died today, you wrote a touching little tribute. And, uh, and uh, you also accidentally said that you saw them in the late 70s. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> But no, no longer I've given that title to Adam and then uh, and the Beastie Boys. They right. could have it. Well, now. T- tell us a little about your um. For the, you claim to be in the first white rap group ever. I was, I was in the Squeeze Gang. The Squeeze Gang. Squeeze Gang. Not the same yeah, as Squeeze. Right. right. No. And what was yeah, your rap? What was your gang. what was your rap Larry name? Br- Larry Brunetti, our uh, our manager, who has since passed away in a seedy hotel room in Las Vegas, and took all our money from the two gigs that we played. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, we were rapping, and I remember going to see the Beastie Boys play hardcore, and the next thing you know, they're doing a crossover, and, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, we've been doing this for a while, but nobody ever believed me because, frankly, nobody ever saw us. There is a video. One day I'll have to Oh, you, we need we need audio, and we need to, we need to hear it. If you donate ten dollars to this radio show, we will we will find that video Could and we you, will send it to you. Uh, you give it to me. Don't give it to these guys. They're a bunch of hooligans. Screen when I tune in. I, I, why don't you put somebody's face on there? Put an ad on there. Could you give us a little sample? Do you have anything ready? Uh, could you rap yeah, for us a little I, over I'm the phone give here? Give you a sample. All right, we'll be quiet. You rap. It dates. It dates uh, how. How long ago we really began? It's about the it, gas shortage. Called the Squeeze Gang Rap Attack. All right, here's Please. Mario. With the Squeeze Gang rap attack. Oh first white play the first, the rap first band. Rap, uh, verse. Run DMC, Starsky, the Disco 4, the Treacherous 3, Scorpio and Melly Mel, just two of the five we know so well. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now, so I have to so long. I'm old. This, this is from 1979. Well, if I left you on hold, you had all that time to prepare. Well, I read it down. I was watching the Met game. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Mets are up four two. All right, that's all I'll say. They are up four two. I was told and, too uh, too much. Rest in peace, Adam. I mean, the guy is actually younger than me, which makes me sad. But uh, definitely, it's, uh, a day that uh, 
a lot of posts on Facebook to yeah. be found tonight. It was. I actually, I was shit. I was shit shocked at how many posts there were. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a popular figure. Chuck Schumer well, you, tweeted you know, about that. What did uh, the what was the, boys, this guy just never stops talking? Nobody really kind of. They didn't kind of like them when that change right. started happening. Everybody was kind of like, "What the f is this?" You still here? And uh, uh, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to turn down. I'm going to turn down his mic. We'll see, he's still Why there. is this a secret? We're on the air. Oh, now he can't hear me, I don't think. No. I'm just going to turn him down and see how long he stays on there. All right. Wait, let's turn him Come in. on. Still talking? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. Hello? Yes, I hear you. You can hear me, really? That's amazing. Yes. Oh, he's gone. Mm. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Mario. That was great. If you can call back when you get a better phone connection, I don't know what happened there. If you were in, I lost them. If you were in a rap group that's <laughs> older than Mario's rap group, oh, I forgot to ask him. Away. He has. He's at Mario's a school teacher. He can't. He can't spell cat, but somehow he teaches high school. What does he teach? He teaches art, of course. And he's got this great rap where he, like, in the, in the beginning of school, he tells he, he raps to these kids. And he like raps to them because he thinks that like you that's know. called reaching them where they live. Exactly, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like you really you want to form that relationship. Sure, where, where they, uh, you know, they really feel it. <laughs> right, because kids who are born in in the year two thousand want to hear him do his rap about school, which is like, don't think that you're too cool to listen to the rap about school. <laughs> you know, it's just he's rhyming fool with school. It's never evolved from that. You know, it was great. Oh, no, nothing is nothing is as good as uh, everybody getting stupid in Cancun. Oh, you got it? Yeah, nice. Yeah, guys, listen to this song. This is MC Seat coming at you. Who is this? MC Seat. Manhattan Community College? If you guys badmouth MC Seat, I'll turn your microphones off right now. Just give it a chance. It's called Everybody Getting Stupid in Cancun. That's still topical. Where is MCC from? No one knows. Sounds like Bob Seger rapping. <laughs> that sounds like baby cakes. It's MCC. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? Girly from Missouri getting naked in a hurry. It's a hell of a chorus, man. This is like every spring break I've ever been on. There's a, you gotta, it, it goes on for like seven minutes. You gotta really just go to YouTube and type in MCC. It'll be the first thing that comes up because he's the most popular uh, rapper of all time. And I think he has a new song coming out. I gotta, I gotta ask him what the title of that song is. Oh, I can't even think of what it is. You guys don't like that? 
It's MC Seat. It's rapping that happened. It's fucking uh, awesome. I guess, yeah. It did happen. Thank God for that guy. I think you need to see the video. <laughs> He's no Chuggo. Yeah. Uh. You guys don't know Chuggo either, huh? Oh, I need some new radio partners. <laughs> Chuggo's a Toronto battle rapper. And if you ever, like, um, <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I want to go into this. <clears throat> like, if you ever just uh, YouTube, like, uh, these Canadian rap battles, these white kids, there's no music or anything. There's just rap battle. And they're the worst rappers in the history of hip-hop. It's awful. Not like MC Seat. It's legit. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's hardcore. Yeah, sometime if you have nothing to do all day and you really want to get angry at the world and, and people and, and just, just YouTube the uh, Canadian battle raps. I forget what they're called. They have a name. But Chuggo's involved in the scene. Chuggo's the only guy I really like. How much time do you spend YouTubing Canadian rap battles? <sighs> hours. 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 So we didn't get to talk about this last week, and it was something that, that came up. What did you want to say about Lou Reed? Nothing. I just wanted to make fun of him. I have nothing bad to say about Lou Reed except that he's a fucking asshole. But see, the thing is, all right, there's certain... <laughs> I just thought My was... bandana, my Christmas hat, my shirt, it all looks good. Oh, it looks fantastic. What the hell is that? That's your man Chuggo. Oh, no. He's wearing a Santa hat. You can't just go play Chuggo. You got to play... Uh, he look looks up... like a thumb. Yeah, look up a uh, come on, fuck a guy. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about Lou Reed that pisses me off besides the fact that he exists. Well, it's funny because there's like it brings up that point that there's there's certain artists that people love inherently, but still feel the need to hate at the same time. So no, I don't love them at all. I never really love the Velvet Underground. Really? I yeah. mean, because I, I mean, I like them. I think they they've they've written some of the a couple of the greatest rock and roll songs of all time. But I don't love them. I didn't grow up with them. I think they're annoying art jerks from you know downtown. And if they were around, he's from Massapequa. I, I would throw things at them. I mean, I, I just think it's funny because, I mean, there's certain artists that people, I mean, Danzig comes to mind, Henry Rollins, that, like, you know, even though people love them, like, it, it's their soul, you know, when when they go see them or they see them on the street or, or they're talking about them on Facebook or whatever, their sole purpose in talking about them is to make fun of them. And these are people that, right. like, you know, I, I always really wanted to know what made someone like, you know, Lou Reed or, or Glenn Danzig, like, you know, the butt of so many jokes. Well, when you... Oh, really? You don't know why Glenn Dan- Danzig? And- right, there's the picture of him with the cat food. Oh, I understand that, but I mean, like, I got nothing. He's a tiny, against angry Danzig, man. I guess personally, he's tiny. He's angry. But the thing is, they're clowns. He's it's like a uh, eventually the caricature. You know, it's like the Paul Stanley thing. You can love Kiss, and then he cut hey asshole with the laser, and he comes out with that, <laughs> and it's just like the makeup comes off, and it's funny when you present yourself as a certain thing. Like if you know a clown in the circus, if you saw him getting into his car. And, and and driving off to to the path mark, you would think that was a funny thing to see. The performance, he's breaking down that fourth wall. And that's why when you see Ro- Rollins do, do and say just dumb things, and he takes himself way too fucking seriously. It's like, dude, you're in a band. You're in a fucking punk rock band. You're not, you, you know, you're not this smart guy. You're a fucking annoying asshole. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like their their earnestness. I mean, their their desire to like. I mean, because because that's what you love about them as a kid, and then you grow up, and it's kind of you know, it's something that you end up making fun of. And I, I mean, like, I, I don't think it's the same thing. I think that the eventually, I think when you're a kid, you believe that that they're one thing, and then you find out that they're just you know buying cat food at the store. Or it, that's not that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone buys cat food, so, but it's funny that Dan's buying cat food at the store. It's, it's, it's hilarious. He's like a demon from hell. But 
But Rollins <laughs> just makes it is a different story where he constantly just makes a jackass of himself, in my opinion, on a regular basis. And he says a lot of crazy things. And, it, you know, he's just a he's a goofball. The world's a better place with someone like that, though. I mean, yeah. Where, like, you, you have that constant ammunition. You have that ability to kind of laugh at someone that's being absolutely ridiculous. Sure, but Rollins that, doesn't want to be laughed at. No, he's... And he's, Danzig doesn't want to be laughed at. They take themselves very seriously. Is Lou Reed short? Because I know Danzig and, oh, yeah, and Rollins are both short. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like maybe it's a, it's a little a short, man syndrome man kind of thing. Yeah. Rollins is short, yeah. 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 I saw Rollins uh, outside the old Tower Records on, on uh, 4th Street once, and he was he was a tiny... I mean, he was he was as wide and built as he was tall, and it was it was kind of strange to see him come up to my belly button pretty much and you know I, I I've seen him you know he's done a lot of things he was on Sons of Anarchy I don't know if you watch that show but like, I do um <laughs> that was a departure kind of a from his character show. I mean it's gotten really silly it's you know what when they went to uh Ireland I was telling Mike uh, uh, worst season ever show worst it was se- like the Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii see, I watched it in one set so I didn't realize that that was all the that was terrible season. Oh, that the first sucked. two seasons it was when I first started watching the show I watched it because I had nothing else to watch. I thought I thought it would be really bad, and it actually surprised me. It wasn't so bad. It was okay. And then the second season was pretty good, and I think the third season, they're like, all right, let's go to Ireland to get my kid back. <laughs> and it's re- completely out of control, ridiculous. I think they realized this and then went um, in the fourth season. It kind of got, uh, got hairy again and got good. I don't know what that means. When you slap your head and look at me with disappointment, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Go ahead. Why? What do you got, Chuggo? Ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> Where's Chuggo? Oh, you want Chuggo? You got Chuggo. Right. Joe Latex from uh, one of those Carolinas. Ah! He looks like an overweight it. powder. Like it's- Come on, fucking guys. These girls can't have me and it makes them fucking cry. Ah! Come on, fucking guys. Is this like the shit that happens at like Juggalo fests? Because I, I maybe I confuse that stuff, but this looks like something that would go on right before Insane Clown Posse. He's holding a he's a he's a. Yeah, I would I would call that. He looks like Matt Pinfield, but he's um a little bit younger, and <laughs> he's holding. I can't believe this shit is real. He's holding a golden skull staff. Oh, Chuggo's for real. I'm, I don't know. This is. Is he wearing a Patriots jersey? I, I think they're from Canada. Oh, they don't care about American football. Yeah, no. USFL. They play like highlight or something. <laughs> oh wow, he's really getting ass in that. There, there was a shot where there's there's a girl like spread on his head. I don't know what to tell you guys. You don't like Chuggo? You don't like MCC? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm not a hip hop pioneer like I thought I was. I was thinking maybe I don't like hip hop either. I mean, right. it's, it's one of those maybe, things where yeah. You know. maybe, maybe I'm a poser. <laughs> because if this is if this is hip hop, I mean, you really have to. You, you guys should listen to Chuggo in your own time, like, and enjoy it like in, in that way, alone. Maybe. Alone. Do you mean masturbate to it? Yeah. Is that what you're, are you implying that I touch myself while listening Pants to that? I'm not implying anything. I'm telling you to go masturbate to, to Toronto Canadian rappers. Well, done and you? done. Oh, that's your homework. <laughs> or else I won't pick you up from the train if you don't masturbate the Chuggo. Well, I so guess I can just tell threat. you that I did, but I mean. No, I, I could see right through it, man. <laughs> the sense of shame and the, the, the what's reading from my eyes. I, I Chuggo knows all. So anyway, th- that's just that's the Chuggo video, but then he battles with these other these other terrible rappers. rappers. Yeah, and they just kind of like it's kind of like a, your mama jokes. It's it's really bad. But uh, your mama jokes can be funny. 
They can if they're funny. Right. Oh, but uh, these aren't funny. These, these guys aren't. No. They're not pulling it. They're just awful. The best is that this song is called Come On Fucking Guy. But Mike typed in, come on, fuck a guy. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> no, no, I hit the down button. And I was like, that's got to be Here's it. the thing. Chuggo is, Thanks, is meaning to say, come Appreciate on. that. He, he's meaning to say, come on, fucking guy. Yeah. But it's evolved into, come on, fuck a guy. Like, that's what right. everyone hears. So, yeah, so it's Mike. like the Jimi Hendrix, the famous, excuse me while I kiss this guy. It's, it's No, it's actually much, much more misunderstood than that. And it's become actually... Come on, fuck a guy. That's why it comes right up in the YouTube when Mike searches it, I believe. <laughs> you guys have any Canadian rap battle stories you want to share? No, mine are, you know, all 14th Street and below. <laughs> <laughs> Anything about 14th Street is pretty much Canada anyway, right? <laughs> the, um, Dan... <laughs> it's not true, really. <laughs> Dan says he mentions mayonnaise in the oh, video. I don't know why God. that means, but yeah. yeah. Maybe he means fucking mayonnaise. All I know is Chuggo rules, and you guys fucking, you're missing out. You're missing out. I mean, Ross I, is Canadian. I got a text from Dad. And there's no bridge in that song. And you know why? Because you don't need a bridge. That's right. Bridges are, are the weakest part of any song. I Thank mean, there's, you. There's, there's Did no... you see my note that said obligatory bridge? No. But I, everyone <laughs> does the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, twice, and. I'm really annoyed. This, yeah, I've seen this be like, you know, one of your pains in the ass once. I'm really annoyed by um, bands that put a bridge in because they think a bridge should be in the song. I mean, stupid. Stop it. I'm guilty of that. I mean, I guess everyone is, uh, you know, fine or whatever. You come up with a great bridge. God bless you. God bless you. It's never a great bridge, though. I mean, like, the best bridges are the ones that are just the verse without the guitar, so it just drops out. Every song should be two minutes, and you're filling up, you know, space. It is awesome when it comes back from the bridge into the chorus or something. Though. Then you're like, oh, yeah. Chuggo's song is almost five minutes long without a bridge, though. <laughs> <laughs> I there, don't think it has a chorus either. Is there a skit beforehand? <laughs> I mean, I, I know. Either, either it's all verse I, or I it's all chorus. In just in case. <clears throat> it's all verse or it's all chorus. But, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't write a bridge. Well, um, I mean, probably ever. When Stop th- it. When thinking about writing songs the best songs ever are the ones that just start with a chorus and i never write no, songs like that no. no songs that start with choruses are They're awesome ter- it's like aerosmith and um you know pop journey t- ridiculous pop music songs that start with the chorus are terrible name one good one um, oh, um here we go hmm uh oh, fuck, i just thought of journey <laughs> loving an elevator <laughs> there's i mean there's there's a, there's some cheap trick song- songs that start with uh with choruses uh I don't know. I have to think of one. I mean, uh, well, Cheap Trick gets a pass because they're doing their, their <laughs> thing. Listen to my heart by the Ramones, I, off your favorite album, Leave Home. Oh, by the way, I have an album for you here. Oh, oh Pleasant Dreams. What's with that? Because last week Dave said this is the first Ramones album he had, so I dug through the crate there and I found a little Pleasant Dreams uh, record. What? All right. Was this what? bought from Mister Cheapos? Is that the? Uh... Either hey. Mr. Cheapos or Breakdown Records in, okay. in Bayside. That looks like don't, the Mr. Don't Cheapos. Don't give away my, my like, digging secrets. All my records have the same label on them. And now let's <laughs> let's look through the, the songs on Pleasant Dreams. There's a couple good ones. We Want the Airwaves is a great song. All the, the uh, uh, starts with the chorus. Starts with the chorus. But uh, all right, how about well, the actually, part there's, where... There's an, there's an instrumental intro before the chorus kicks in. How about the part where he goes, that's right, that's right. Yeah. You like that? I do. I like the whispering. It's awful. Um, um, all the Johnny songs are good. The Dee Dee songs are pretty weak on this. Uh, All's Quiet on the Eastern Front has the worst Dee Dee backing vocals ever. 
where they're so out of tune and just horrible. And it's obviously, what the, what the? yeah. Um, KKK took my baby away is amazing. Don't go is one of the most underrated Ramon songs. Don't go is a great song. Can't remember how that goes. Don't go, don't go, baby, don't go, don't go. Doesn't ring a bell. All right, uh, you sound like you're sick <laughs> is a DD song and that's uh-huh. horrible. Um, oh, what? Do you, I like that one. <laughs> um, it's not my place. Is um, it has a weird beat to it? It's almost like a, a Caribbean thing going on. Uh-huh. That, uh, although it does have the one of the first instances of Joey not sounding like Joey. You know, right. like it, it, and and that, is he trying to sing like a normal guy or? It's just like not his fake British accent voice, and it was it was a little weird. Um, going to side two, uh, She's a Sensation is a great song. 7-Eleven is a wonderful song and one of my favorite places to uh, frequent. Joe Latex is, is chatting here saying that it's uh, one of his favorite songs. I don't know which song he's talking about. But he says intro verse, pre-chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, outro. And whatever, if uh, I've been playing music for 20 years. Sounds if like you could tell me score. what the fuck a pre-chorus is, I would love to know. But anyway. Go on. Um, you didn't mean anything to me. Is actually one of the songs that sounds. Oh, we're already like past cheese and cessation and Seven uh, yeah, Eleven. Yeah. Well, I said Seven Eleven is one of my favorite <laughs> places to shop at, and also a wonderful song. You didn't mean anything. I'm to- at the um, it's pretty much. Uh, you're gonna kill that girl, but like mm-hmm. done again. Right. Right. Um, come on now is a great song. I mean, that's been on many mixtapes for for girls that didn't appreciate the Ramones, and um. I mean that was a mixtape classic for me. Uh, oh, by the way, Joe, a chorus without words is is just a chorus. <laughs> These guys are too hung up on the songwriting thing, man. Just fucking play notes, sing along to it. Um, Sitting in my room is a horrible song. I mean, overall, I'd, I'd give this this album a C plus. Yeah, KKK uh, took my baby away. Best yes. song on the album. I think "Don't Go" is my favorite song on here. Although KKK is a great song. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I, I mean, like the the story behind it. Right. I was thinking you the listen same to thing. it with a different right. perspective if you know the if you if you listen to the rumor of what the song is really about. Do you know that story? Was that about Johnny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's pretty. And well, his uh, right wing tendencies. And, yeah. yeah well, so Johnny's steal. the KKK and he steals his girlfriend. I, I do. I am a big fan of writing songs about other people in your band and not letting them know. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that, nice stuff. Those actually are some of the best songs. Is is songs that you write about the bass player or whatever, and like they don't have Why any the idea. Bass player. I'm just. I mean, the bass player is usually the guy that he's like. He'll fuck your girlfriend. The bass player will fuck your girlfriend. He'll try. He will. That's he why won't I play all succeed. the instruments just in case. You know, I'm catching. In case she's into something else. Who knows? And then he just goes home and masturbates to Chuggo. <laughs> But uh, produced by uh, Graham Gouldman from uh, 10CC, which uh, 10CC got a call out in um, what? What Ramon song did 10CC get? A, actually, I think it was in a song on this album because they were kissing ass. I guess they really wanted that mix to sound great. But um, I don't know. I mean, Pleasant Dreams is okay. It's it's better than End of the Century, if you ask me. And I, I don't know if that's uh, an argument uh, that anyone Phil wants to have. Spectre. I think that huh. I think that album is weak. I think. Uh, End of the century is, is uh, probably. If, the I album. mean, I could pull it out and we could look at it, but I don't see it right away. It would take and, a I couple mean, minutes. Next week, someone's going to complain about how we talked about the Ramones for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Someone did uh, complain that we talked about um, sports for too long. So I had this idea just to have a sports segment. It's sports which, time! Sports time! Yeah! Yeah, like that? I, yeah that's right. Well, well do you want to hear the song that came up? I don't think we're going to do this idea of, uh, of having a sports. Let's just talk about the show Sports Night. <laughs> 
Whoops, that wasn't it. I have this. I, I had, so I, I don't think we're going to do that idea of having a sports segment. But here's the song anyway that we're not going to use. Let's see if this works. I used a, a special karaoke app, and I p- take a piano solo at the end. Let's see if this works. Enjoy. It's time for sports. Fast forward. Fast forward. This part of you don't like sports. You have a beautiful voice. Stoudemire. It's like angels. Triple overtime. Yankees cologne and say out suicide. Cause it's gush. Gush, gush for the home team. If they don't win, what a shame. Cause I would make a baby to this voice. Listen to that. This is amazing. Gone, you hot. He's had a hit in his last 15 games. Big piano seal solo going on. I'm glad that we finally got you to do karaoke, and it was. <laughs> that was all it took. It's piano solo. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, the, the sports fast forward second song. Did you ever hear those songs that Charles Manson recorded <laughs> for the Beach Boys? Because. <laughs> This is fucking intense jazz piano shit. It's like Cecil Taylor. It's like Dave Brubeck. It's another level. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's not your piano, Dan, on the chat box. It took me about 10 uh, seconds to realize it was really you before I fucking died. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I wanted to save that for you. I knew you would like it. You got to see. It's like... <laughs> Mike's really losing it. <laughs> I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning yesterday. I don't know why. Drank a cup of coffee and recorded that song. You trying to keep your voice down so that you don't wake up the kids? You got to see me standing in the house. No, I remember the kids were at school. My wife what? went to work, and I'm standing in the house going <laughs> with my arms out, and something's great. <laughs> kids, that's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> One day you two will be able to do that. <laughs> and I was looking at a, a stupid uh, karaoke app with songs on it, and sure enough, just the, die. the like the third song that comes up for free is "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I'm like, you gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me! How perfect. So anyway, I yeah. kind of feel obligated to talk about sports now. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, please go. Ahead. What do we got? Uh, Weaver. Uh, Junior Seau, let's talk about that. Well, I don't know too much about Junior Seau other than he killed himself. He shot himself in the chest, which I, I really? actually kind of want to talk about. That's weird. If I you're going to kill yourself. to a goddamn death sentence. <laughs> right. in, the, in the pantheon of ways to kill yourself, shooting yourself in the chest is, is short of just stabbing yourself in the chest as probably the most gruesome way to, to do it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's weird. You know, but I, you know, shooting yourself in the head, it's maybe uh, he didn't want to do that either. I could see that. Like your, the, your chest is less personal. Your head, it's like... Your head is your head. Remember that kid that shot himself to... like He was listening to Ozzy or whatever, and he lived, and he was all weird-looking? I think it was Judas Priest. I was Judas Priest? Thank you. What are you, the prosecutor? Get out of here. Nobody shot themselves because of heavy metal, you bastards. It'd be really funny if those trials happened now. Right. Like, if you think about it, if you remove yourself from the fact that heavy like the If Ozzy had just sang clearer, the kid would have known the meaning of the song. But you can't understand a fucking thing he's saying. You shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> oh, so say how I don't know too much about, except that, uh, you know, rest in peace, sir. Uh, linebacker for the Chargers. Junior say how. It's sad. Because Dead I mean, at 86. <laughs> That's what I have here. Was he 86 years old? He was dead at 86 of natural causes. 
What's next? Oh, Mariano Rivera. We should talk about that. I hope Derek Vokens uh, is listening. Torn ACL. There goes your career. Shagging fly balls in the outfield. Now, I call him stupid for that, but apparently he's been doing that his entire career, so I guess it's whatever. It's habit. His entire career of 47 years. Because, I mean... Can we, we? He's not forty two. I mean, I was looking at that. I mean, you think he's much older than I that? I think he, I think he's one of those players that lie. Well, he's a Panamanian, I believe. He's like that guy from Lost, Richard Alpert. So you're calling a Panamanians liars here? That's what you're here to say today, right, Dave? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they they may look a little younger than they. Uh, I don't know. He don't look. He doesn't look that he young. Looks about no. fifty five. Yeah, it's like Satchel Paige. I mean, they, that guy pitched when he was fifty nine, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Jamie Moore is what fifty. Forty nine. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. So anyway, Mariano's done. Might be done for his career. Although he tweeted today that he will be back and he will not go out like that. You think he runs his own Twitter account? Uh, no. I'd actually like to. I mean, it's funny to watch when when players first come up and they're not that famous yet and they're running their own Twitter accounts. You actually right. get insight into what I think a lot of the younger players who grew up with social media because players, you know, you you think about it. I'm I'm probably older than every player on the Mets, which to me is ridiculous. Wow. I look at the What do you mean, wow? I look Jason Bay is actually the only Met that's over 30 in the starting lineup. I look at the TV, I look at Jason Bay and for some reason in my mind I see athletes on TV, I think they're way older than me. Maybe it's just the same thing when I was a kid. They're more they're grizzled. Even... I mean, I I think it's it's when I actually when I got arrested um Stupid, stupid. What? I, I have a stupid arrest story, but uh, when I got arrested, well, is there any smart story. way to get arrested? The two cops that arrested me were a good five, six years younger than me, and um, I got stopped at a traffic checkpoint. I wasn't, I wasn't drinking. It was an expired license. It was really stupid. <laughs> oh, but, shit. Uh, but uh, the thing is, is, is uh, we were sitting in the car because apparently, like, they set up a trap and they put you in the car, but they wait for two other guys to get caught before you get taken to jail. So they, they, like, sit you in there, and then they, they wait for the car to fill up because they don't want to make unnecessary trips. And um, Rage Against the Machine? I th- No, Jane's Addiction came up on the radio. <laughs> Whatever. Either or. Yeah, they were both yeah. fucking horrible either way. And um, one of the cops turns to the other cop that's sitting in the car, and he goes, who is this? And I, you know, I chime in. It's Jane's Addiction. Oh, I think I remember this song. What year did this song come out? And I was like, uh, I think it was 89 or 90. And uh, the cop turns to him and goes, dude, I was like six when that song came out. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're younger than me. Uh, like, and I was like, it's, it's that moment you yep. feel as a man when oh, you yeah. get older, when you, you know, the first Playboy centerfold you see that's, that's, that's younger than you, the first baseball player sure. you see that's younger than you. You start seeing these poor parts of your life just start disappearing oh, slowly. Yeah. When you look at that Playboy centerfold and see that the girl <laughs> was born, born in like 1998, you what? just want to shoot yourself. Yeah, what? Go You're ahead. Do it. the math, my friend. Oh my She's God. already old. That's right? 14. Oh, 14. What the hell are you talking about? You are buying a different Playboy than I am, my sir. Cal- <laughs> my, my calculator's busted. <laughs> Holy Christ. I Although I did, I did have an intern at Well, work. that's Playboy's fault, not mine. They're the ones putting out the child <laughs> pornography. I just fucking, I just looked at it. I read it. <laughs> I had an intern recently for my oh, job that was, was uh, that was born in 1995. Oh, and right. that, was, that was rough. Oh, so uh, what did uh, you, you being arrested have to do with Mariano Rivera? That's what the original story well, I was talking was about getting older. Oh, getting older. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not really listening to you ever, Dave, so I apologize. That's okay. Um, uh, just so for the record, Mariano, 42 postseason saves, 608 career saves. Really the best reliever of all time. And, uh, you know, 
hopefully, some good field reporting. Hopefully he'll be back. I actually do kind of feel bad for him. I'm, I, I hate the Yankees, but I'm glad he's not playing. And, you feel uh, bad for him, what, he has to spend the rest of his life in his mansion? No, his I don't. No, not on that level, but it's got to suck. I mean, you know. What do, what, do, what do athletes do after they retire for the most part? They either become sportscasters, they, they get into the management aspect, the coaching aspect, right. or they become politicians. Or like we said last week, gas stations. Uh, yeah, or they, they open weird businesses that always fail. Right. I've never actually seen a sports, you know, an athlete's business that's, that's succeeded. Because I don't, I don't think that that happens. I mean, Mickey Mantle's. Like, Mickey, I was going to say yeah. Mickey Mantle's on Central Park, whatever West, I guess. It's, uh, it's yeah, still, it's still there. I think it's on. It's on. It's on one of the roads right <laughs> on Central Park. Uh, Dykstra. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I wanted to also talk about uh, just for a second AJ Burnett, who I'm uh, a guy I really am happy. Is he still back? Is he back? Uh, he looks like he's a like an extra from Gummo. He, like he's a cause, scary because he's dude. another guy who who did something stupid at practice. And uh, the, as soon as the Yankees traded him, he was taking. Now he's in the National League. He's on the Pirates. He's taking a uh, bunt practice because he's going to have to bunt being in the National League. And he broke his orbital bone, you know, hitting a bunt in uh, in batting practice, which is, you know, uh, that's the career ender right there. National League bunt practice has killed many a player. It's ruined their, their careers. I mean, but in all Burnett, fairness, thirty-four and thirty-five with the Yankees, four point seven nine. In all fairness, three seasons of a five-year, eighty-two point five million dollar contract. Ooh. Yikes! And then the Yankees are paying a bunch of that, probably. Well, I mean, the Pirates can't afford it. I mean, that's pretty much the minor leagues, isn't it? I mean, there's not much you could do on the Pirates. That you know, mm, yeah, that's yeah. an exile. So I'm that's... glad to see him be exiled and to break his eye, at where he cannot <laughs> see. Um, uh, Jared Weaver, perfect game. What is that, uh, Ryan? Tenth of all? No, time? it wasn't a perfect no, game. No was... hitter. Sorry, not a perfect game. Yeah. Um, how many no hitters uh, in history? There's a lot of no hitters. Yeah. There's only 21 perfect games, I believe. Yeah. Oh, really? There's that many? Yeah, 21. There's like 13. It's legal. Huh. Not like your Playboy centerfold. <laughs> oh. oh, Nolan Ryan has like four of them. Yeah, he does. I know. No, actually, I don't think Nolan Ryan ever pitched a perfect game. I'm gonna check this. I know he pitched a bunch of no hitters. I don't yeah, know if I he think ever. You're right. I don't know if he ever pitched a perfect no, game. No, you're right. You don't have to look it up. Okay. So uh, should we? Derek Vulcans will yell at me if we're wrong. Or well, I, I heard he got uh, he got beamed pretty hard, huh? Hold on a second. I have a I have a phone call. I don't know how this is gonna work. This guy doesn't uh, listen to anything and uh, calls me on my regular phone. Let's see what the... Hey Frank, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me I now? Wanted, uh, oh, there he is. What's that? Just called to see if you needed anything from Seven <laughs> Eleven. You're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can always use an extra bag of ice and uh, say you want a bag of ice. Yeah. What else? If you're you're on, on the radio here? right now. You're on the radio. Just let you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, top, I'll no, take. I can't hear you. I'm not. I'm not turning down beer. Yeah, bring me beer. That's good. Sandwich. Beer, nice. Are you stopping at Taco Bell or anything like that? No, I'm not at a car. I'm walking. I'm going to Pizza Garden first, and then I'm going to Seven Eleven. That's all the answer. <laughs> Could you pick me up? Uh, you want a slice? Uh, 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 you want a slice of pizza, Dave? Is he already in? Is he in Seven Eleven, or is he not going to Seven Eleven? He's walking there now. I would love one of their lovely uh, ham sandwiches or whatever they have there. Hey, I will. do me a favor. Pick me up a ham sandwich from 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast of champions. A ham sandwich. A ham sandwich. All right. And uh, one, just one bag of ice because I have some. And then uh, if you want to bring any beer, that's up to you. A ham sandwich and ice. Okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Thank, yeah. th- thanks for calling, Frank. Call back again soon. 
I will. All right. Hey, do you, do you have any uh, opinion on Mariano Rivera? Uh, he's had a lovely career. <laughs> Thanks. That's Frank, everybody. On our next call, John Mulan will be doing his taxes. <laughs> Frank has no idea we're doing a radio show. It's freaking awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, why is that making noise? Um, the Rangers. That was some game the other night. Triple overtime. Uh, win, it was brutal. Win two to one. Uh, go up two to one on the Caps in Washington. Brad Richards, a beautiful feed to Gabrick right in front of the net. I sat there and watched the whole game, and it almost gave me a heart attack. It was awesome. I, I, I too, almost had a heart attack. It was, it, was, it was really tense. The Rangers can't score any goals, so they really have to win with defense and, and hope to shut everybody down because they just cannot score. If you look at these other games, uh, Pittsburgh and Philly and stuff, <laughs> that was the greatest goal in the history of the NHL, someone's saying on the chat box, which is not true. Um, but, yeah, that was awesome. The uh, my kids stayed up as long as they could, and they didn't want to watch it at all. They were watching uh, Storage Wars or something. Are they sports fans? Uh, my son is really into basketball now. He, we, we watched some of the Knicks game last night. And like Ooh. two minutes left, he's like, "I'm going to bed." I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." Welcome to that streak. <laughs> I hear you, kid. You came in. You came yeah. in just in time to watch that. Yeah, I took him to the game. He really liked it. And although this this fat lady behind me is kicking my seat the whole time. So I gave her the old, like, throw my, my back back at the seat to let her know, like, hey, stop kicking my seat. And she taps me on the shoulder and starts, like, yelling at me in a different language. Like, what the hell is going on here? And so anyway, they're the only two Washington Wizards. It was a Washington Wizards blowout. The Wizards scored, like, uh, I think the final score was 150 to 2. So this lady, yeah, it was. The lady's kicking my in the back of my chair. She starts yelling at me. So I turn around. I'm like, you're, you know, you're kicking my chair. Uh, hey, it, it's it really off. annoying. And she's, you know, screaming, and I can't understand what she's saying. And I realize she's like 6'5", and her knees are, you know, hitting the, hitting the back of the chair. Like that. So I go, uh, you know, and I go, I'm sorry. I just apologize to make everything copacetic because I'm there with my son. And I don't want to, you know, get in an argument with someone. And they're cheering for the Wizards. So they, it could have been somebody's mom, for all I know, one of the Wizards' moms. Were your seats that good? Wife, uh, uh, they were actually good. It's the mi- if your microphone's not working, it's the microphone. Turn the thing. Turn the capsule. No, that's that's the wire. Anyway, so yeah, it was a good time. My kids are really into the Rangers, uh, the Knicks, not the Rangers. I take the Rangers games too. It's very expensive. It's it's can only afford to go to one or two of them a year. Really, really tough. The Knicks tickets were a gift, and our seats were pretty good actually. Oh, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this Yankees cologne, which I'm wearing right now. Can you smell it? Is that really what you're wearing? I thought, your, I thought your garage just smelled weird. No, I have a... Uh... <laughs> I just assumed it would smell like the Staten Island Ferry, and it kind of does. Yeah, the Yankees have come up, out with a cologne. And uh, I have the article right here. All-time Major League... This is before you got her. All-time Major League Saves leader, Mariano Rivera, and star center fielder Curtis Granderson have signed on as brand ambassadors for the Yanks' fragrant elixir. Sounds tasty. The two bombers will be making public appearances all season to promote New York Yankees for men and New York Yan- Yankees for her which went on sale this month. Both players exude an element of... Cl- this must be the ad thing, Dave, so you know about this. this Somebody is copy, wrote this. This is copy. There's this a PR copy. agency that wrote this, yeah. Both players... And then there's ellipses, so I guess there's the Daily News. Uh, this from the Daily News uh, edited. Both players exude an element of class in everything they do, says Tomic, Thomas Butkowitz. 
CEO of the Cloud Break Group. That sounds on the level. Whose company is making the team's perfume and cologne? Blah, 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 Rivera, blah, blah, blah. The Yanks' new fragrance is inspired by baseball's most legendary franchise, Butkowitz said, but it doesn't smell like a dugout. The aroma of New York Yankees for him combines fresh wood tones and earthy patchouli, according to the manufacturer. So I was wondering what Yankees. like the natural, <laughs> the natural version of date rape would smell like. It's like <laughs> Sweat socks and fucking douchebags. That's what it smells like. And then they they enter they go on to interview these people on the street about the Yankees club. Oh, yeah, I wear it, bro. I wear it. It's great. <laughs> fucking assholes. Anyway, Mr. Met is the uh, top baseball mascot. You know, as why? voted by the people. He doesn't talk because he doesn't talk. Right. Like you, no one wants a loud mascot. Doesn't I'm not a big fan in of the audience or in the, in the stand or whatever. I know there's it's a top spot. If you read um if you read any Mets yearbooks or or any kind of press about Mr. Met. Apparently, there was a Mrs. Met, too, who disappeared after the 65 season, I believe. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, where did she go? Where did Mrs. Met go? I mean, I, I'm kind of wondering, like, what happened with that? Because I, he seems like a, a gentle enough guy. He doesn't seem violent or you know, he doesn't talk a lot. So, But, I mean, honestly, my least favorite part of the game, my least favorite mascot is actually the fireman for the Jets games. But, uh Oh, that asshole. Yeah, that, I mean, seriously, what what the fuck's with that guy? Fireman Ed. Is he actually a fireman? Yes. Yeah, I, I worked with his brother once. Really? His brother uh, was a guy, well, he doesn't do it anymore. He was a big fat soap. <laughs> and uh, I was on a construction job. I used to be in the carpenter's union many years ago. This is like 12 years ago. And he was a steam fitter. And I was chatting to this dude on the job. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Fireman Ed's brother. Blah, blah, blah. He just sits on my shoulders. Who knows what happened? If I, if that guy's, if the, his brother who held him up on his shoulder is still alive, I'd be really surprised because he was about he, he was like a four hundred pounder. Wow, big dude. Yeah, but Fireman Ed sucks. He does. And he's I'm not a, really a mascot though. He's like a fan turned mascot. Like I a, consider him a mascot. If you go to the Rangers games, joke. which you don't because you're an Islanders fan, you would hate this guy, Dancing Larry. Have you ever seen this no. guy? They play like that. You know that song? And this guy just gets up and does this crazy dance. His arms are flailing widely. And so, oh, it's, it's if that's your life, you should just fucking kill yourself. Why is Junior Seau dead and these people are still alive? Cowbell Man. Yeah, well, the Cowbell Mets guy? Yeah, no. I've gotten in fights with Cowbell Man at the game. Well, I mean, there's been times where I've, he's been right behind me. I'm like, I'm trying to watch the fucking game. Because like, that guy doesn't watch oh, the yeah. fucking game. Like, no. I mean, what, what the hell is he doing? How the fuck does he afford tickets? That's like he's t- at the game every day. It's like, dude, there's YouTube. If you want to like, do this shit and you need attention that badly, like, go on YouTube and, and, oh. and, and do what the fuck you need to do. Because- Hitting that stupid cowbell over and over again. We get it. I know what a fucking cowbell sounds like. It's not getting anybody riled up. You're an asshole. And it says Calbo, man, in the back of his jersey. And if Mario called back, he would tell you that he gave him his name. Because Mario invented punk rock, A, was the, in the first rap group, and named Calbo, man. Asshole. Uh, we had a friend, apparently, who wanted to be Cheese Grater, man. That'd be a much better mascot. Yeah, okay you gotta walk that. around grating cheese on everybody's food. So that's yeah, a hit. Because those hot dogs <laughs> suck. If you got some cheese on those, that'd be better. I'd be okay with that. All right, now I'm going to play some music here. Here's Bamboo Kids. Hopefully this works.
Dave, uh, you want to talk a little bit about that band so that the last we just played? I, yeah, the last song was a Juke Joint duo. It was a Cedric Burnside and Lightning Malcolm. I actually, uh, in my previous career, when I was uh, doing freelance writing, I went down to Mississippi and interviewed a bunch of old uh, Mississippi bluesmen. And uh, both those guys are actually kind of young. Um, Lightning Malcolm is probably in his 30s. Cedric Burnside, if you're a blues fan, uh, played on a lot of um, Junior Kimbrough and uh, R.L. Burnside's uh songs he's a, one of the best drummers that i've heard bar none but uh that yeah. was really cool i like that thank you like <laughs> like i wrote it yes yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, uh, I composed that <laughs> just for you john Hulay. hey thanks for picking that song out <laughs> a song i picked out we actually played the uh, lp which is a band called minutes and i believe that song was called peacetime i'm hoping there's so little time in between each track really good really enjoyable record they were just on tour with a band called whales who's also very excellent whom I uh, meant to play but did not download the right thing because I'm an idiot so next week we'll play some whales how do you stay up to date on, on new music um, I, I basically read uh, one one website and uh, it has everything <laughs> I'm assuming it's not pitchfork uh. oh god no no I'm not telling you what it is either alright I'll tell you well no I won't really off the air I'll tell you off the air okay yeah. I don't want it to blow up man Wow, he's really secretive about his music. I, for the, uh, I for thought you'd want these these bands to get the exposure they deserve. I mean, from a man who they do. Um, if you want to find a lot of good new music, you should go to a website called electricalaudio.com, which is a website of a studio in Chicago. And um, these bands, there's a, a lot of good up and coming bands. There's a scene and blah 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 blah. blah. Before that, what the hell are we here? Ah, shit. Suck at this radio gig. Well, I don't think most people drink as much as we do while they're doing a show. Before that, we heard something. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and... Uh, here, I forget. Anyway, uh, before... <laughs> um, I hope Frank comes here with the ice soon. And my ham sandwich. And your ham sandwich. <laughs> you know what I pay for a bag of ice? How much do you pay for a bag of ice? You know what I pay for a bag of ice? You won't believe it. Is it from the uh, Nuzzleese Brothers? Uh, <laughs> no, not this time. That's a, oh, that's a good shit. Yeah, that's um, the classy ice at the beer distributor. Two fifty for one bag of ice. Pretty small bag of ice, and you need at least two bags. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that's supply and demand, and you, 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 when you need ice, you're willing to pay anything. I guess so. I, I did a little research, Dave, mm. and it turns out I went on the internet. And it turns out that ice is just frozen water, right? Shit, that shit's free. Wikipedia. Ridiculous. <laughs> Wikipedia. What a fucking racket. Just It's just frozen water. It's uh, hydrogen and oxygen molecules frozen into a solid state. So what I did was I took the water from my tap and filled up. That's like, dirty water. You don't want to do that. Half soda bottles, half milk cartons, and things of this nature. And I, I took a hammer, and after it froze, of course, 
Because it's hammer on liquid, it's, it's a disaster. You have to wait. You have to wait a while for it to freeze, and then you put it in the cooler. That's what you pay for, not having to wait, though. Retarded. How, ridiculous. How am, I, <laughs> how am I paying for ice? Well, ice <laughs> is the retarded the result of water freezing, right? A $5, $5, that's a $5 run for two bags. It's gone the next day. Gone. Gone. If Woody had gone right to gone. the police. So what's your point, John? My point is that don't pay for ice. Freeze it at home. Next week, we're going to teach you how to make your own Santorum at home by yourself. Did I tell you that? The politician? We're going to have a guy come in. No, the, the frothy... The frothy... The frothy lube. Is it a lube? I thought it was the, the byproduct of... I think it's like a, a, a combination of uh, uh, semen, anal... Wait, is your mom listening? Uh, I don't think so. She hasn't uh, called in yet. I, we haven't made fun of Etsy either, though, so I'm not sure she is. is your mom's name My whole family. Mrs. Harrison. No, 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 no. She's a uh, divorced. She is a uh, she is a uh, Mrs. Nobles or Mrs. McCain. Mrs. Nobles or Mrs. McCain. I apologize. But if you'd like to call in, if you are listening. <laughs> oh yeah, if anyone wants to call in, I should mention the number again, just in case. Seven one eight five seven seven. Two seven one six. Thank you for that. I I, I completely seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. Call in and tell us why. That's stupid. That is fucking stupid, and I oh, hate it. If you, that's if some you George Decay ass shit, and I like I like George Decay, but it's like he's like a grandmother. Of did he say that? Like, did he? Actually, I'm sure he did. No, well, he's a Star Trek guy though. And this is probably his anti day. Like this is. I mean. So we have, you know, today is the 4th of May, if you wanted to go in the British term. Um, but it's also May the 4th. Right. So if you were on any social media site today, you probably saw May the 4th be with you. Um, Allie Redman was actually the one that I exploded on today. <laughs> that I was like, please just stop you it. You got there first. Just, just stop it. It's not funny. No one thinks that you're clever. May the um, 4th. I understand Be that. with you. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. 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 May the 4th. Because it's May the 4th. It sounds like force. Right. Fourth which is, uh, sounds like force, sort of. And you watched a movie way too many times when you were 12. And, and uh, if you still watch it now too many times, you're probably Are still you a virgin. You don't like Star Wars? I, I mean, I, I appreciate that Star Wars exists, but Star Wars, I feel the same way I feel about the Beastie Boys. Where <laughs> what? It, the, <laughs> it's something that exists, and it's something that, that I've gotten some pleasure from. But, uh, but, uh, but honestly, I mean, I don't understand what all the hoopla is about. It's, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, it, it's a pop culture thing that passed me by, I guess. I mean, Star Wars, everyone complained about the, the, the second trilogy. And um, <laughs> Mike just tried to take the wow. the microphone protector off his mic. He got so angry <laughs> that he hulked that microphone. <laughs> the whole thing fell apart. Ladies and gentlemen, the solid construction of the Shure SM57. Wait, we're not talking on 58s? Fuck this. No, you are. Okay, yeah, thank you. Pass, pass that microphone over, Mike. While I'm talking, I'll try to, I'll try to repair it. Good luck. Because I do mic repair uh, on the side, on the air. But as far as Star Wars goes, fuck Star Wars. I'm going to go out and say it. I'm going to say fuck Star Wars. And if you're obsessed, wow, oh shit, you really fucked it up. If you're obsessed with Star Wars, I owe you another one. Yeah, it's gone. So our microphone is dead. Um, I need a soldering iron. Ooh. All right, that's dead. It was pretty dead. Yeah, it was. You're right. Mike, would you like to explain what happened? There was a loose connection. Mike tried to fix it. He ripped the thing right off. Yeah, just pulled it right off like the Hulk. (laughs) I was like, hey, you know what? This sounds like a goddamn job for the Hulk. Rip! 
<laughs> and the, by the way, the Hulk in the Avengers movie, I just saw a picture of the favorite day. He looks like a fucking green Ronald Reagan. He's horrible. <laughs> the so, Hulk he has, never... so he has Alzheimer's as well. Yeah, saying. right. You know? Don't forget. Hulk. Lay off you Hulk shit pants <laughs> Hulk no like Democrats uh, Hulk no like poor people Hulk lay off air traffic controllers And turn back on AIDS crisis uh, uh, But anyway Introduce crack to poor neighborhood Sorry I don't believe that but I don't know You don't think so? I, he does. did actually Reagan did re- I'm sure he doesn't give a, oh, give a fuck <laughs> Reagan did. That's why I broke your mic over there. Actually, here's another reason for my mother to call. As a psychiatric nurse, she can speak to the fact that uh, Reagan was responsible for the release of a lot of inpatients um, in uh, psychiatric hospitals that uh, ended up on the street. So the reason that we have a whole lot of homeless people that are fucking wearing tinfoil on their heads and screaming to themselves is because of Ronald Reagan. So next time oh, you yeah. see that guy masturbating on the subway... So you're trying we- to tell me it's not Reynolds Rap that's doing this? <laughs> it might be Reynolds Rap. Reagan's Rap. It's a viral campaign. Um, but uh, <laughs> if you... Uh, if you do, next time you see that that homeless person wearing tinfoil on their head and, and bags on their feet and you know, counting peanuts, or, or as my girlfriend saw, um, they had a collection of uh, toenails. So, I mean, instead of, while, while you're appreciating that, I, I mean, they do weird things, but while you're appreciating that, take a moment to thank Ronald Reagan for that, that brief period of entertainment that you received on the subway on your way to work or on your way home from work or, or on your way to that date. Because um, he's the one that, that put all those people back on the streets. And if you go to um, Santa Monica, California... Um, <laughs> Hulk, I'll... break down this wall. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. A lot, of, uh, <laughs> a lot of the homeless people were smart enough to uh, migrate Hulk, to warmer trickle down. culture. Yeah, it's trickle-down trickle down homeless. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I'll... Uh... Hulk, believe stars. <laughs> stars align. And tell future. <laughs> Reagan smash. But yeah, so... I don't know how we went from Star Wars to Ronald Reagan, but I guess Star Wars is the link there. Oh, wow. We even Holy did, we shit. did that without actually thinking go. about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. May the fourth be with you guys. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Uh, Hulk, introduce laser-guided system to shoot down nuclear weapons. Speaking of which, have you seen um, on Twitter there is a jaded punk Hulk? I, we, we're trying you to just put the Hulk on the moon. He could punch the la- the the, the, I, I, the I, missiles I, I, out of the air. Drunk, drunk Hulk, yeah, Drunk Hulk is great. Um, Jaded Punk Hulk is like Drunk Hulk, but he only talks about obscure New York City hardcore and um, ska bands and pop punk bands for some reason. But uh, there's some really funny things about um, if you're if you're into uh, that scene from the early to mid '90s. So there's a lot of tweets about Born Against. But if you if you if you are aware <laughs> of Born Against, it is a is quite an experience. <laughs> To watch that Twitter account. That, that's the Hulk's Twitter account? That's Jaded Punk Hulk. <laughs> Jaded Punk Hulk. I gotta check that out. Oh, I'd like to think that any Hulk, especially Grey Hulk. Grey Hulk was the smarter Hulk, I saw, right? I, I saw a... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not a comic book follower. I saw... The, but I, I did see a thing recently on a message board that said, uh, who have you unfollowed lately on Twitter? So, Dave, do you have anybody that you've, uh, you, you're just sick of? And no, I'm not funny, and you don't want to. Most of them unfollow them me. I, I, I really like. <laughs> I have I have linked my business account to my personal account, so people follow me, thinking that they're going to hear words of wisdom about marketing and and all the things that I do at work. And instead, they hear about Wicked Tuna and um, Bad Girls Club and right. and um, weird, 
uses of profanity, and I, I like to get drunk and live tweet things. That's actually sure. become my thing. And um, it, it, well, you're doing it now, my friend. I, yeah, it's a, it's the spoken version of that. So uh, if you follow my, I actually am, am mystery action on Twitter. So if you want to follow me, uh, I could use some some support because I, I get slammed on a regular basis. He's got way too much, uh, way too many followers already. So, but they don't talk to me. It's kind of like the equivalent of like screaming in the middle of Grand Central Station. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people listening, but are they really hearing you? And um, I feel like I have important, That's so profound. exactly. I have important things to say. <laughs> God damn it! I want... I've read your Twitter. No, you don't. Oh come on! You know, <laughs> did you chuckle a little bit? I'm mildly amused. Things don't read funny to me on Twitter. Like uh, Steve Martin is not funny. I mean, I lost. Well, Steve Martin's not funny. He's not funny. But uh, some even like hilarious people. I don't want to mention. This. How about Howard Stern? Do you follow Howard Stern on Twitter? Uh, I do. I don't think he tweets that much. He doesn't actually. It's it's it's. There are people that that I know are hilarious, and it's just like not funny. I don't know what it is. I think it's Twitter. I think this it's is my hang-up. This is certain Twitter humor in the same way that, like, you know, yeah. it's, it's a new medium, and I think people are kind of, in the same way that people didn't think Lenny Bruce was funny, and I still don't think Lenny Bruce is funny, but, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it paves the way for a different kind of humor. I think, like, you know, The Onion translates very well to Twitter. Um, if you read, if you, yeah. you know, like the- Their tweet just, today was unfunny. Well, they haven't been as funny lately. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was MCA related. Oh, that's terrible. I forget what it was, but it was like, a, no, I don't care about the irreverence I, because I can't, I can't sit here and get no. mad at somebody for making fun of, for making fun of uh, a guy who died. When I do that a lot. Well, the Onion was the first. They were the first people that made fun of nine eleven. I think it was probably about ten days after nine eleven. Oh, really? And I, for me, I mean, I. Call in if you feel differently, but I, I think that the onion is <laughs> is the litmus. Seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six is the litmus yeah. is the litmus test for when you can start laughing about things. And I, I know that you know there's still a very serious element to nine eleven even today. But um, my two people for my litmus test are actually the onion, which is not a person but a, a organization, a, a, a news a team of writers, yeah. and uh, Artie Philly, uh, who actually posted today, and I, I, I might be angering my co people here today by saying that uh he tweeted about mca's death and said now who's going to save tibet and um right the onion thing was maybe slightly funnier but it was something along those lines like china you know a uh, you know i don't know a grieving china releases tibet or something like that <laughs> oh, so you think that's funny <laughs> oh mike think that's funny well, too again wow. when Back to our our previous conversation. When you're that earnest about something, you're opening yourself up to ridicule, and and I think that you know that's something that everyone should be aware of. When you're in a position of power, when you're in a position of people listening to you, um, in the same way that the dozens and dozens of people are listening to us tonight. Dozen, dozen, maybe dozen, uh, somewhere around there. Uh, Seventeen. A baker's dozen. If you went into a bagel shop, it's ten. I said, and then. So we're uh, we're gaining fans, um, but uh, I think they're just angry people. I don't think I wouldn't categorize them. Well, they're as angry people fans. that are home on a Friday night. So what what the fuck are you doing? Because I'm on a, I'm on the fucking radio. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Wow, I'm gonna isolate that for next week. <laughs> I'm on the fucking radio. Um, but uh, you know, as as far as 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 being really true and earnest about something. You're going to open yourself up to that. You're going to you're going to be that person that that people want to attack and and you have to be aware of that and ready for that. And and if I ever find a cause that's worth championing, um 
I'm sure I'll be one of those people. You know, was championing, championing, championing. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm so you glad you have a microphone. Like Mike that. does not have a microphone anymore. He's screaming things out. What the hell's <laughs> championing? <laughs> championing is when you. Uh, I know what champion. It's when you buy. It's when you don't wipe your ass. It's when you wear chaps. Yeah. I was thinking Someone else chatted to me something about wiping there. Oh, it's people who text me during the show. Can I make a plea to you? Stop fucking texting me during the show. There's, if you're listening to the show, you can type in the chat box. Or you can just call in and talk to me. Texting me during the show, I'm using my phone for important things, like playing uh, songs I wrote about sports. In, uh, Which was know. beautiful. I have to say again, that was a fucking lovely song. Like, I, If I could have that played at my funeral... Along with a FUD eulogy. <laughs> I oh, think I, man. Those are the, I'm assembling my bucket list of things that I actually want to happen after I die. FUD, unfortu- unfortunately, FUD didn't leave me any uh, voicemails this week. Fucking FUD. Oh, man. What does he call you, cuz? Cuz. What is it, cuz? Where are you, hooligan? Holy shit. You see my godson? He was uh, playing on the Little Rangers in the middle of the game. And he came out at fucking in between periods. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen it, cuz. Did you see it? Did you get the picture I sent you? His text messages are insanely huge on the iPhone. Every letter is like an inch and a half tall. You because you a can, bigger font. Yeah, you could change. Yeah, you could change it because if you're, you know, if you're hard of a uh, hard of hearing or hard of hearing, if you're hard of seeing, if you have trouble um, looking at things, you can make the thing bigger. You can make it uh, flash lights and stuff. It's, it's huge. It's great. Did you get the picture? I don't know. So I told him copy and paste uh, a couple weeks ago. It's a copy and paste. Holy shit. This is great. Cause I love it. I don't have to type shit over and over again. You got to be fucking kidding me. I love Because he's not on the computer at all. So he's just on the, but he's got the iPhone. Holy shit. Copy and paste. So I should point out. <laughs> it's like I open up a whole new world. <laughs> I should point out that, uh, John and I are, are playing a show together on June 16th at uh, Hellgate Social, uh, which is in the depths, the bowels of Astoria. Yeah, it's way down there. Lower like... East Side. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> it's not quite that bad. Yeah. But um, Lock your doors, kids. Yeah, Roll them up, kids. Put your wallet in your front pocket and uh, come on down to Hellgate Social where uh, you'll walk in and there'll be a guy that looks like Yanni behind the, the bar. What, uh, uh, that's the 16th of June? June 16th. It'll be uh, my band. I have uh, the Mess Around, one of my two bands, and one of, band. one of John's two bands, the Tencent Fuck Flicks, um, playing a show together with the Naked Heroes, who are absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're a duo, right? Yeah, they are a duo. Um, a it's guitar a, and drums. It's a husband and wife. The uh, wife plays oh, really? drums, and the husband plays guitar, and uh, it's uh, everything you love about cock rock without the crappy ballads. They're, they're, I like they have this video. You. <laughs> this video on... Uh, YouTube, I think it's called Picking Up a Dime is the song, and uh, they shoot zombies on a motorcycle in the video. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm actually in the Sheila video if you want to watch the Sheila video. Oh, there's another there's, video? There's, there's a bunch of videos. I'm not aware of that. Um, I'll have to get Dean Rispler to yell at me and tell me, if I don't watch this video, go fuck yourself. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about... Yeah, I, I, all right. I have some things to say about uh, promoting, you get that, huh? promoting shows. Don't, don't use aggression. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, if I, if I go to the show, it's because I want to go to the show. Don't fuck this up! If someone yells at me about going to the show, I'm probably not going to go to the show. And I love you, Dean. But like, <laughs> no, it's not. He's not the main instigator. Dean does it sometimes, but there are other people who do the same thing, and it's it's maddening. It's like you know, 
insulting your audience is, is not the uh, not the best route, maybe, to get people to show up to see you. No one wants to come see us anyway. I mean, it's hard yeah, enough. Seriously. And we know the people that are going to show up are goons. I mean, like, so you don't need to call them goons. Right. Hey, asshole, you missed the show. What a dick. What a dick you are for missing the show. But that's, show. I mean, that's, that's Dean Rispler, and you got to love that about him. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about him. I'm not calling him out. I'm calling out some other people. I can't think of right now. And, yes, I'm calling out Dean Rispler. Stop doing it. But, actually, the first time I met Dean Rispler, um, who, you do, if you don't know, runs Drug Front Records, which is uh, the label that... Hey, last week we said he was a great guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, I still think he's a great guy. I told him to call in tonight. That's what you get, Dean. You didn't call in? Yeah. You get the horns. We're going to talk We're gonna talk smack until you call in. But um, the first... You don't go to the show. Your baby's going to have AIDS, and you're retarded, and I'm going to fuck your mom. Exactly what John Come said. Come to Don Pedro on Friday night. <laughs> but uh, the first time I met Dean Ristler actually was um, at a Candy Snatchers show, and he introduced the band, and he recorded the Candy Snatchers. If you, if you haven't listened to the Candy Snatchers, it's actually uh, Born Loose, Larry May from Born Loose's previous band, which is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, he got up on stage and, and started screaming. About, he's like, get out of my fucking city. He was like... Uh, <laughs> he was like, you know, all you fucking hipsters. And like, this was probably a good 10 years ago. And... I actually looked up with some admiration and was like, you know what? I appreciate this man. This man has the guts to get up on stage and talk into a microphone at Continental. This was back when Continental still had shows. Um, at a place where there's absolutely exactly zero hipsters. And scream about hipsters. And um, scream about how they're ruining the city to a bunch of guys who probably haven't left that bar in about 10 years. Right. So uh, It's like you ever see that Simpsons where it's... it's- Lisa has that dream, and it's Loggins, Messina, and uh, whoever else. And the whole audience is booing, and she's like, why would they boo us if they came to see us? You know, why would they come to see us just to boo? I don't watch Lisa episodes. They're the worst, uh, the worst Simpsons. These are very old old episodes. But, yeah, stop yelling at the audience. Stop, uh, stop telling them, come to the show or I'll cut your nuts off. You know, I'm sick of it. Cut it out. Just cut their nuts off. Don't, don't warn them. Hey, Let's do it. Mario just walked Mario. in. Mario. Mario's going to give us the rest of that rap. Mario, we're only we're, we're practicing all the way here. We're down to two microphones. You want to come over? You can share my microphone if you have something to say. That is your theme, Mario. But I have another theme for you. This was sent in by a listener, actually. Are you ready for this? I don't know if you guys are ready for this. This is sent in by a listener from Douglaston. Fuck you, Mario. Gush, gush. Gush, 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 gush. Another example of me being Fuck a Fuck you, Mario. <laughs> Fuck you, Mario. Gush, 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 gush. Did you bring, did you bring anything? Gush, gush. Oh, gush, keyboard. Gush. You got any beers or anything like that? Fuck you, Mario. You got no whiskey left. I love the auto tune. Did you hear that? That was fucking Fuck great. Fuck you, Mario. Gush, gush. <laughs> it gets really gush, intense here. That's like a T-Pain song that I always yeah. wanted to hear. So we'd like to thank, uh, um, I forget what this guy's name is. I think his name is Brian Durnt from Douglas Ta- Town. He sent right that outside. song in. Is he? He's waiting right outside. There he is. A lot of people are coming in. We have a poker game after the radio show. so I told them 1030, but they don't fucking listen. We're on the air, boys. What the hell's going on here? Go the fuck outside. I know Frank. Frank's upset. Frank's upset because he wants to come early and leave early because he has to wake up at six thirty in the morning and take care of his two kids, and his wife won't let him sleep. Baseball practice. Let's go practice. Ham sandwich. You got it. No, they were out. Oh. 
Dave, that's uh, I would have taken a substance. I would have taken turkey. I would have taken tuna fish. I would have taken Jesus, just that about anything blows. at this point. Yeah. No, don't count on Frank. I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> you could have warned me. I was like, my stomach was getting ready for that sandwich. Oh, I got some Jesus jelly beans. Coming back with nothing. I won those. No, you did not win those. You want to talk? Uh, if you want to be heard, speak it to the microphone, sir. I'm going sir. to uh, actually... You guys cut me off the air before. Why? Why did you do that? Uh, there's a problem with the phone, I think. It's always a problem. Because you, I, I'm trying to tell you something, and all you do is talk. All right, we're losing everybody here. Run DMC, start ski, the disco for the treacherous three, Scorpio and Melly Mel, just two of the five we know so well. But we are the crew, that's the whack, you know we don't take no slack, now get on up, off your back, it's the Squeeze Gang, Rap Attack. <laughs> that's that some hibbity hip hip hop. 1979. That's all we knew, boys. That's all we knew. I wasn't born yet. That's all Adam wow. and his buddy. Where were you born? 1980? 81. 81? Wow, you're younger than my youngest brother. Damn. I don't know if that means anything. Punk passed you guys by. I, I was born the year that Pleasant Dreams came you out. Should s- you should see uh, Dave's band. You wouldn't think that. Anyway, let's go. To, let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back and do about a, I don't know a couple more minutes of show. We're giving you bonus time. Here's some bonus time. This is a live Columbine's track called Fiat Lux.
right. So that was uh, the Naked Heroes, actually, that uh, John and I are playing with at uh, Hellgate Social on uh, June 16th. That was Goon Hand, which is off their first record. That, that's that's skeezy, man. I like it. It's good. It's it, it's it's dirty. It's it, it makes you want to shake. Yeah. They're, they're good. I, I can't wait to play with them now. They're, they're fun. <laughs> Definitely fun. Before that... <laughs> I'm not saying that. It's like real... Hey, prior to that, we heard... Uh, that's 5-8 from Athens, Georgia, with a song called Your God is Dead to Me Now, which is off the album, Your God is Dead to Me Now. And those guys are... They're a band that's been around... They've been kicking around the Boca Raton area for years. They've been... A, they're, they're, they've been the, why 5-8 isn't a huge, huge, huge indie rock band in the, in the 90s is beyond everyone. They're awesome. So that was 5-8. Before that, we heard Fiat Lux, which is a live... Uh, Recording by the Columbines of Chicago. And we're Columbines of Chicago heavy on the show, and we're not afraid to say it. <coughs> so those are three songs. Yeah, those were three songs, and I think uh, we're probably uh, wrapping it up a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, we got, you know, we'll do like another ten minutes if you have anything you really want to say, Dave. You get it off your chest, you know, something pissing you off. What, you want to say that you love to... I want to talk about sports. Oh. Come on, how does he run down this, that look ball? At this, look at that. Oh, nice catch. Gush, gush. You don't want to say that you love your girlfriend or something like that? I do love my girlfriend. You love she's your girlfriend, not Jessica? I do. She's a wonderful, wonderful oh, she'll lady. She'll listen eventually. She's in a band called Kudzu and the Faggots <laughs> that, uh, if you haven't heard them, Mario loves them. Mario's a super fan. He really loves Kudzu. He hired them to for an ass-grabbing party, apparently. <laughs> I heard, yeah, man, don't be, they you know, hiring my sleep. friends and then uh, making me look like an asshole, grabbing everyone's ass. Who wants to grab your ass? Uh, well, that's why I wasn't there. You guys don't like my band. You like the boobs and the and the butts. And songs about vaginas. Oh, wait, FUD is actually here. Open the door. <laughs> Can he eulogize someone? Yeah. Hey, we have an actual FUD appearance. Good, good. Oh uh, wait! I can't put him on the air. You yeah, might you say can. something crazy. What? What? No, well, I don't say th- things that you know. I stay away from certain topics. What's up, cousin Each? What's going on? You want to talk on the radio? Oh, you're all shy now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Looks exactly what I thought he would. Like. <laughs> Why you don't mumble? We can hear you perfectly on the voicemails of, uh, that you, we've been playing. You didn't leave me any voicemails this week, by the way. Especially when his car's backing up. So, what do you think? I think we're missing some gold over here. <laughs> what do you got? A box of food? I want a fucking sandwich. Get on the microphone. Well, I wanted a ham sandwich. Oh, wait. Now you can get your sandwich, but I got to warn you. They are, they, are, they are leftover sandwiches from the lunch truck that he runs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so let's see what he's got. Fud, bring the box of sandwiches in. We can go through it. That'll be the last five minutes of the show, and then we can play some songs and get the hell out of here. Where is the lunch truck parked? Ryan, bring in those sandwiches. I'm the son. In the car? He's usually got like tuna surprise. Um, he had a, something a couple weeks ago called Double Hot Dog. What else, Fud? <laughs> Double Hot Dogs is apparently the big seller. <laughs> All right, let's see. Here comes a box of sandwiches. Let's see what we got. 
Ham and Swiss. Oh, it's only half of one. Somebody must have eaten the other half. <laughs> Who ate the other half? <laughs> and why is it still for sale? It's still for sale. And here's a meatball Parmesan. I wouldn't eat that. That looks pretty. I don't see any Parmesan. Oh, speaking of Parmesan. Bologna and cheese. Do you uh, pronounce, like a lot of Italian uh, Americans will pronounce, the uh, will leave off the vowel at the end of, uh, um, like, you know, they're called manicotte. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, whatever. That's bullshit, right? Yeah, I like think it is bullshit. I don't think it's Italian actually, people even it's do that. it's not real Italian. It's, no. It's, it's American Italian. Um, fish and cheese. It comes with packets of tartar sauce. What kind of, what kind of fish is in that, Fud? What kind of fish is that, Fud? Step above hospital food, he says. Where, <laughs> You're in the where? hospice. That's hospice food. <laughs> where is Fud's truck? Uh, where is his microphone? Where is your truck, Fud? Middle Village? He drives around to the construction oh, sites. Look, this he got from the... He, he stops by the Chinese food place. Oh, that, that is some boneless spare ribs. Yeah. I love that shit. You know, shit. I would probably eat that one. That is right up that my alley. I will fight bad. you for that. Yeah, you can have it. I'm not going to eat any of this crap. I mean, it looks delicious. Although today. at two o'clock in the morning, I, I tend to, I pick out the best sandwich and hide it in behind my workbench during the poker game, so no one else can find it. <laughs> and I go inside and microwave it. Oh, wow, that's some knishes. Ryan just some, brought in a giant tray of fried some, food knishes. Egg rolls egg mixed rolls. with knishes. That's 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 the most egg rolls I've ever yeah, seen in this game. That's like a Christmas meal: knishes and, and egg rolls. And there's oh my god, there's more underneath. Here we go, Burger Deluxe, baby. Oh Look at wow, that. goodness! This is some amazing. I might have to actually learn how to play poker so I can eat this. shit. Well, the thing is now that he brings these, and I have to throw out all this food every week. Why? Even, Why don't you donate it? Donate to who? Food, not bombs. The dead people, <laughs> homeless people wouldn't eat this shit and laugh at you. Oh my uh, god! What else? Oh, th- this chicken parmesan has cheese on it. Nope. This used to be a Philly cheesesteak, but they crossed out chicken. Mike's eating the sandwich. Yeah, I know. He doesn't. We're gonna care. watch, see what colors he turns. Exactly. Oh, it's a show. I'm Timmy Summer. What the hell is that? Down and down down somewhere. Um, the BC boys All played. Right, you they know were what? great. Reagan Youth played. They we'll were great. We'll see you guys Bad next week, I guess, great, or something. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Anyway, we're going to hear something now Happy from Friday. the BC Friday. boys. Friday. This one's called Egg Raid on Mojo. They're one of New York's best. <laughs>